0: Hey, it's white boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group.
1: Welcome to the n- another episode of the Pat Down. This is special today, goddammit. It's our 50th episode. We made
2: it, bitches, in 50! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's 50! 50 times.
1: Don't do that, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Stay tuned after the music. We you, talking about a, a lot of
0: shit. Give me a little soul food and look what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, we fed this motherfucker some oxtail. I think he, I think his dick turned black. <laughs> oh God, I hope so. <laughs> Stay tuned after the music. You better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. This Pat spit the truth, spit the real facts. Right.
2: Nothing but the ugly, classy at the
1: same time. Pat.
2: These are not the same lines. It's the politics. She been on the real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly
1: at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait. And turn her up now. What you talking about It's real though. And cut the game. You get no play like Nintendo way to time, turn the up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top. Everything she say you know it's funny. Full plants, this is
2: taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone on your desktop computer. Cherry, Ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly. Turn up and gon' repeat
1: it. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. We ready? I'm ready. It's our 50th podcast and we are stuck in the house from a quarantine with these crazy ass kids. Um it's been rough round this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's rough when I'm up to this motherfucker looking like I'm in the Jackson 5. <laughs> Ain't had a wig on since the quarantine started. I know my hair was like, bitch, by this by the time this shit is over, black bitches are gonna have edges back. Cause we get to grease these motherfuckers with them wigs and pull your edges out at. You have no clue what the fuck I'm I talking about. No, no, <laughs> I have no no, I have not. So when you wear a lot of wigs sometimes and eat the rim of all hair they it's almost like the untied. (laughs) that
0: was just unnecessary and hurtful and
1: hilarious every chance you get (laughs) well i'm I'm trying to explain to you where the rubber come off (laughs) (laughs) turn
2: your your phone
1: off oh this is my friend so um the edge uh i'm treating my edges and i'm treating my skin and i need to go walking man i just been cooking every day getting fat it's you a go mother.
2: walking and bird's going to land in your hair and try to build a nest. <laughs> uh,
1: that's what I'm scared of, motherfucker. I'm hoping not, but I need to go exercise because I don't want to gain 15 pounds with this quarantine. Either you get fat or you get pregnant. Ay, my shit tied well, we up. Go,
2: We're going to lock them.
1: You better get to walking today.
2: I, I, well, I seriously. you go outside
1: and walk? Can you? Yeah. yeah, ain't nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna do that shit nigga this is America what the fuck you think we in Mexico China you a black Talk. woman
2: in a white neighborhood <laughs> I'm ain't nobody
1: gonna fuck they with gonna me they gonna call
2: the national guard to this house <laughs> and this house only <laughs> well I
1: mean, bring them on god damn
2: it you better bring some groceries with you
0: uh, it, like the one of the, the problems is the symptoms is like breathing problems and I'm just like oh, I woke up with a, a sore stomach today and breathing how problems how
1: the fuck you have a sore stomach nigga
0: because I was eating too much crap food last night and I haven't
1: exercised in two and a half weeks I'm
0: like <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm just fat and eating too much food. Yeah,
1: so I'm go. I think I'm gonna try X leg diet. What? Oh what? X legs. Oh. well you try to shit out. You ain't never did. You ain't did no X leg diet.
0: No, because I just try to eat less. I don't want to shit my brains out. I yeah, I, I, I need to
1: shit my brains. Why out. Why would with-
0: you do this to yourself?
1: Because I need to shit, Chris. I mean. <laughs>
0: Are you having problems?
1: Uh, always. She's really? always
2: stopped up. Well, She's the get...
0: opposite of you.
3: Yeah,
2: I yeah. shit too much oh, and sh- she don't shit enough. If you, I know. If if I you I have spare
0: his... toilet paper, please help Dion out.
2: Dion ain't got no toilet paper. I got plenty of toilet
1: paper. It was well, a joke. You can always use a tampon. I mean, a tag. <laughs> I've wiped my ass with you a Kotech. You can't flush those. No, nigga, wrap them up and put them in the toilet like they had blood on them. That's all you got to do.
0: You don't put them in the toilet? I nope. mean, not the toilet, oh, no. No, the trash. Research. Oh, okay. I was like worried.
2: Yeah, you go. I yeah. have shit in your trash. Well, so a lot of shit is in your trash. Yeah, but you, you have to take the trash out every day. Then if you, are just. I do take the trash out every day. Who the fuck don't take the trash out? I take the trash out seven eight
1: times a day, nook. Why? Because I got twelve people in my motherfucking <laughs> house, and That's the trash point. can full fill up. <laughs> Fucking why? Who the fuck you live I'm with? Just Nobody. Saying, no, we,
2: the bathroom trash can doesn't be out I every day
1: all the fucking trash cans i mean i mean you can I, you, you
2: don't ramon does, after ramon you, tell does. Well,
1: <laughs> you can always wipe your ass with newspaper you can flush newspaper who gets newspaper i haven't
2: seen a newspaper in like five years
0: if uh, you can't flush the flushable wipes you can't flush that can't t-
3: flush
1: you can flush paper. newspaper it's paper no no not if you at don't all. I, if you don't make it too thick <laughs> Don't get make the it weekly.
2: One What's in the news? Harvey Weinstein got coronavirus. I don't yeah, wipe my ass. ass with that. Save that article. Yeah. <laughs> Save that article. You someone, ain't never, you some, no.
0: You, someone said that to me yesterday. They go, just don't flush those flushable wipes. Put them in the trash can. I go, that defeats the whole point. I don't want to smell my own shit. What are you talking take
1: about? Take it to the trash can. My eyelashes eye feel like you're leaning <laughs> like a nigga.
0: No, I've never wiped my ass with anything but toilet paper. You never wiped
2: your ass with a leaf before? No, you see where I grew up. <laughs> man, you privileged as fuck, Chris. Yeah,
1: leaf. Who the fuck wiped your ass with leaf? You man? never went camping and had to wipe your ass nigga, with a leaf. Nigga, ain't nobody going camping unless they're running from the police? What the fuck wrong with you?
2: <laughs>
0: I wipe my ass camping? with a leaf before. I don't pretend to be poor. Please. Uh,
2: nigga, you been camping? Yeah, I went camping one time. Well, who? Some people I knew Some friends So why
1: are you Wiping your ass With newspaper Why don't you just Throw dirt up in your ass And just shake it out
2: Here's a crazy idea why Because you that take- doesn't Feel good What the <laughs> fuck Pat Have <laughs> you ever thrown
1: Dirt dirt up your ass One time I was doing it In the uh, <laughs> I don't want to know With my baby daddy And he had me Laying on them rocks And then you know When you fuck you're woot, woot, you You got gravel up your ass I had gravel up my ass <laughs> <laughs> you never had gruff in your ass No,
2: I don't fucking driveways.
1: Oh, it wasn't a driveway. It was up under the tree, up under the moon where the moon set and the stars shot. It was actually romantic. I thought at the time. <laughs>
2: Because you were 12 and didn't know any better. Yes.
1: I was like, oh, this nigga got me looking at the sky. It's beautiful. Oh, it's leaves. It's spring and leaves falling all off a bird, Cop
2: blocking. That's probably where you got
1: the fleas from.
0: Miss <laughs> Pat's new poem, <laughs> Statutory Moments.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <Craig. laughs> that do kind of sound pretty good, Statutory Romance? Yeah, that doesn't sound good in a court of law, let me tell no,
0: you. No, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> why Wait, do I feel like my eyelash leaning? Let's
0: go back to the fact that I, when you said oh, wipe your ass with leaves, I thought, well, why wouldn't you just take toilet paper? And her brain went, why didn't you throw dirt up on it?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> dirt.
2: We were out of toilet monsters. paper.
1: Because when you throw dirt up your ass, it, it holds on to that shit. Then you just shake it all loose and it'll come down with the shit. I do don't it? know
2: what kind of shit you be shitting. But my shit ain't like that. What are you, a cat?
1: You don't smash
2: your shit on the way out. (laughs) What? learning way too much about your (laughs)
0: bowel movement. You have been trapped in this house too long.
1: Hell yeah, I've been trapped in the house.
0: What are you doing? You are the most extroverted workaholic person I know. And I know I'm on day two and I'm like, yeah, let's podcast. Like, how are you handling it?
1: man, it's rough. You know what I feel like? I literally feel like I'm doing time for selling drugs. (laughs) 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 I feel like I've been sentenced with these motherfuckers. This house that you
0: worked so hard for with the people you love the most.
1: Man, fuck that (laughs) shit. My my hub must snow so goddamn loud. And I'm like, dude, it's I can't watch everything on Netflix. I've literally watched every fucking movie. I'm tired
2: of watching movies. She but, called me yesterday. What's a good movie to watch? I, 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 su- I suggested one. I don't want to watch that shit. I'm like, well, then why did you call me? I mean,
1: he's snoring. And I'm beating on him, trying to keep him breathing and shit. I'm like, are you going to die? It's been You need rough. to get him a a, a, a He ain't Zepa. put that shit on there. He ain't put that shit on his face. I tried. The motherfucker, had, his eye was about to go blind. It's a fucking, he had a weak eye, I mean, uh ligament <laughs> about to tear. So they was like, you got to get to the eye doctor right then and there. So we get to the eye doctor, right? And uh, they go in there and they had to uh, laser his eye, his ligament back. Wow. About to tear. Do you know this motherfucker went to work the next day? What? I said, your motherfucking eye leaning.
0: What <laughs> did he get the thing where the, cor- cor- the corona where he had to get the bubble in his eye and it floated the the thing back in place, or did it just how did they fix it?
1: Uh, they actually put a laser in there. He said that shit hurt too. I feel like my eyelash leaning. Um, is it leaning? I'm
0: I i, not, I, I I'm the wrong person me. to ask, yeah, but um, I'm, I'm white as hell. That's
1: a, uh, you a man, but um, they actually went in. Well, it was about to tear because it was about to tear away from the eyeball, and it would have blinded him. So they actually went back in there and sealed it up to keep it from tearing. It won't. So get he had worse. a detached retina. Yeah, he had a detached retina in the back of his eye, and it was fucked up. And he kept saying he he saw floaters. So the man, this is what the doctor said. And this time, you know, I, doctors went to school for this shit, and I trust doctor, but this doctor <laughs> right here? Well, I'm like nigga, no. So, so the daughter told her,
0: (laughs) I knew there was going to be a big, but
1: doctors went to school and I trust doctors. But <laughs> <laughs> this nigga literally said, "Where are you guys from?" I said, "The South." And he said, "I can guarantee you this has been going on in your husband since a kid." I said, "What? He I've all been leaning." He said, "What happened was your, your your husband probably ate some dirt when he was a kid and it had some worms to in fall it fall out of your ass." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can bring my husband and he'll tell you that. I believe you. He said, he said, he had <laughs> some worms That's why I don't,
0: <laughs> you don't walk around eating dirt on the ground because it's been, a- <laughs> it's been
1: up in
2: his 12 year old
3: ass.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. I just realized what you motherfucker talking about. <laughs> so, he said, he said, he said, uh, my husband ate some dirt and it probably had some worms in it. So I'm like, now my husband fifty years old. All these time, these worms just been chilling on his motherfucking eyeballs before, before they they decided just tears wrecking them apart.
0: He had worms in his eye.
1: No, this is what the doctor told him that he ate some worms and it got in his bloodstream. And I don't know the correct name was, but uh, that's why I started to go out. And I'm like, nigga, no, <laughs> no, you sound like a black pastor who said telling me to email you my ties. I ain't gonna believe that shit, doctor.
0: That's a really weird.
1: And if I'm saying it right, I can call my husband. Y'all think I'm playing? Because I don't want y'all. To no, ever think we we believe you. I'm telling you that what they told. I don't us. believe
2: this doctor at for a second
1: that it's, it would
2: take 50 years for worms to. Detaches retina.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: Choose
1: the board. Choose the board, right? I was wondering what the fuck that was. Hello. (laughs) 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 Motherfucker (laughs) ain't (laughs) gonna answer. Gary, answer the phone.
4: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic. I don't blame
2: him. What was the name of them worms that ate your eye? Cody, <laughs> <laughs> you stop eating dirt, nigga. That's exactly, what about
1: to ask. <laughs> That's exactly what I about to ask. What's the name of them worm that H I out? Yes. Hey baby. What's up? I love you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Garrett. What was that? Yes. What, what was the worm the doctor said to ate your eye out?
0: What? You know, the worm that
5: ate your eye.
1: <laughs> what well, he say
5: you he ate said, that dirt? He said it was a parasite.
1: I don't know, uh, Ain't a parasite you know, a worm. I don't
5: know what the hell it is. But didn't he say you, you ate know.
1: dirt? He said you ate dirt about 40 years ago and that <laughs> shit been chilling on your eyeball and it ate your retina. did he say that? Yeah, he, he said that whack shit.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe him? I'm 50 years old. He when I was years old, and He
1: actually convinced you that you ate dirt, but you couldn't remember eating dirt,
5: couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get up out of there. i like, this
1: crack, oh, And I knew he was shit, because all his bottom teeth were brown like a motherfucker. I said, nigga, what you been eating? on, ass crack? <laughs> But yeah. that, I don't want people to think I'm lying Didn't they tell you that them worm been eating out your parasite And that your that your eyeball <laughs> was about to disconnect like, And you about to go blind baby
5: It was a partially detached retina That was uh, caused by some kind of parasite
1: But he said the yeah. parasite been chilling in you for 40 years Them niggas been free and low And ain't he said that
5: <laughs> yeah, let him say, yeah. She's, what she's
0: getting at is she wants you to pay rent for your parasite ice. Pay <laughs> <laughs> <They>
1: rent. <laughs>
2: she said you got to charge them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said the
1: parasite were gone or they just ate your ligament apart? I don't
5: know. He said he, he, said, uh, he wanted me to take a test to make sure what he said was uh, legit. So. I don't even think I'm going to take that. I don't even take that mess here. I ain't gonna take that message. That's stupid.
1: But did he stop? But he did. And then they scan you. What do they do? They uh, laser your, your ligament so it won't fall off, right?
5: Yeah. He get no. He he, he, nah, he, he laser around the uh around the uh damage, and hopefully it don't spread. I I won't know until uh for four more weeks when I go back. So do you lose both
2: eye or one eye?
5: I ain't losing no
2: eye what the heck <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to write your eye off on her taxes and put you in tlc <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay i just wanted because everybody be think i'm lying and, I, and so i gotta finish telling you about your doctor's appointment we, we
0: believed you about the dirt up your ass why would we not think you tell the truth about this <laughs> you're <up your> <laughs> no garrett it's not even worth explaining here <laughs>
2: If you see some rocks in the bed Don't ask any questions (laughs) I was
1: telling them Back in the day before I met you old boy took me to the park and had me on the ground and rocks went up my ass.
5: Okay, that's what I, 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 I... We'll talk about that later on. <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did
0: they do the thing where you, like, had the bubble in your eye where you have to, like... That, he, did, hung
2: he hung up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he had enough of you.
2: <laughs> <your>
0: <laughs> molestation He, drew, he drew the
2: line at rocks in the ass. <laughs>
0: could, it, so, could it be just the vibrations from her yelling next to his head for 40 years?
1: <laughs> uh, almost 30. It could be. I probably knocked his ligament apart. So, so... So, uh, we at the doctor, right? So, I go in the doctor, and I'm sitting there with him, and it's fucking sleeting and about the snow, and, you know, this was like a last minute thing. He literally went in for an eye exam, and they told him, they was like, uh, we, because he, he was having floaters, he said it looked like it was always raining in one eye. So, I am like, nigga, if it raining in one eye and the sun is <laughs> shining, something might be wrong with your motherfucking eye. Nigga, I'm about to make you a Why point, nigga. Toto just start playing
2: in my head? <laughs> Do, 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 do. What?
0: The rain's down in Africa What the fuck
3: Fuck y'all laughing
0: It's just so
2: fun <laughs> It looked like it was raining in one
1: eye Yeah, he would have him float He said it kept raining in one eye And he would knock the rain away And it wouldn't be shit It would just rain It never rains in Southern California We're well, raining in his fucking left eye, okay he left had all raindrops. Just
0: take Rainax's <laughs> so
1: uh, Raindrops keep falling in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna leave my motherfucker alone. <laughs> so <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> so well, I I get him an eye appointment and he tell him, hey, it keep raining just on one side of my head and something wrong. So I'm like, man, you should have been said it been raining in one eye. So uh uh we can't get no windshield wipes, so I said you need go to go. <laughs> You spray Rain-X in his eye and hope for the best? (laughs) So I tell him, I said, you needs to go. And uh, let me make your eye appointment. So they made my eye appointment. And they looked and they go, like, holy shit, we see something back there. So that night, they was trying to get him into an a, a ophthalmologist. I don't know what the fuck Optometrist. they call it. Optometrist. Yeah, the nigga with the brown grill at the bottom. <laughs> and so, um, and so, and I knew he was full of shit, y'all. He was Indian too. So you, they think everybody eat dirt because they ain't got no saying over there. Okay. So it's <laughs> Racist, but. Mark- that Mark- is not fucking racist. People eat dirt over there. Kids eat dirt everywhere. So, uh, they, they do they do they little shit right. And they tell him, they say, you need to come first thing in the morning to get over to the doctor's office. So make it long. Because I already told y'all about, you know, how his eye fucked up. It rained in his eye. So I'm concerned. I need to drive him right. I get to the doctor's office and um, we get him all checked in and shit. And I'm sitting there. So I get ready to go up in the back. And the lady was like, she started whispering to me. And I said, what? What'd you say? She said, we need you to go sit in the car. And I said, for what? <laughs> I said, what you want me to go sit in the car for? She said because we trying to keep the coronavirus down. I said, "Bitch, I ain't got no coronavirus." I said, well, "But we don't want too many people." Here. I said, "Ain't nobody out here with me, bitch. Who am I infect myself? I'm the only person in the motherfucking lot, <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I felt like they were picking on me, so they old to myself. Well, <laughs> no,
0: it's just a global pandemic. It's not you. No, trust me. but it wasn't <laughs> nobody out there.
1: But another old ass couple. So she literally said. If you're not being seen by the doctor We asking you to wait in the car I said well, you ain't ask them two niggas right there to wait in the car That old nigga ain't going back there These old white people I said he ain't going Who being seen by the doctor That's what I want to know Did you ask him not to go back there with her Cause both of them niggas On, on, on motherfucker walkers together Going back there in the back <laughs> So why the fuck y'all trying to put me out My motherfucking husband got raindrops in one eye bitch I'm sitting right here <laughs> To find out what's going on With the raindrops in my, hub, my eye. So
0: Long story short, you went to the car.
1: Fuck you. So, I'm sitting there. So, you know, they always got one bad bitch in the office that handle the nuggles. I'm going to keep it real. They got one white girl that ain't scared of shit, who probably get black dick, who thinks she bowed it, it. So, they sent that bitch out there to me, right? So, I knew it. I knew it was a white bitch back there that that, that get that black dick, think she black. And I'm going to tell this bitch something. You know, who know how to bounce their head like we do? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Make a long story short, they sent her out there, and she said, "She said, <laughs> ma'am." And I said, uh-uh. "Yeah." She said, "We gonna need you to sit in the car. It's the rules." I said, "Who rules? Cause you didn't ask that old man and that old white woman right there to motherfucking go sit in the car." I said, "Bitch, my husband, I' going out." And I said, "On top of that, I'm watching Narco Mexico. I ain't going no motherfucking <laughs> where." I said it's cold out there And you ain't got no money To pay for no gas For me to crank My motherfucking car I said leave me The fuck alone Cause I'm in a good episode And they about to kill Chapo bitch <laughs> Leave <laughs> me the fuck alone
3: Spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs>
1: They about to kill Felipe That's his name They about to fuck Felipe up. I'm watching Narco Mexico So I'm not going No motherfucking well And that's what I told I said if you want me Out of here You better go back there And tell what's going on with my hub. I done been raining. Call the police 'Cause I'm watching Netflix, and I put my motherfucking ear thing back in, and I sat there like a evil black bitch, like I was trying to segregate a lunchroom desegregate nah. or
2: resegregate
1: what's desegregate <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, fucking with me that ain't but I could and don't get me wrong I know this shit is real and if it was like maybe 10 people in the lobby yeah I would've got to believe wasn't nobody out there but an old ass couple with two walkers who went to the back and it was just me I already desanitized, desanitized my chair. I wiped that motherfucker from the head to the toe. I wiped the motherfucking arms there. I wiped the lamp down. I wiped the table down. You think I'm going to leave all that desanitized shit to another nigga? No. I said, bitch, did you not see me clean up that whole area for coronavirus? Yeah. And you won't put me the fuck out in the cold?
0: Yeah, the rule follower in me thinks that's horrible. What are you doing? But then there's the other part of me that goes, everybody's overreacting a little bit. Like,
1: yeah.
2: If there were nobody else in there, I wouldn't have left either. Right.
1: No, if it was maybe 10 people, I'd have got the fuck on. I'd right. like all these old people, they don't need to be breathing, whatever the fuck I'm carrying. I don't want to kill nobody. And I damn sure don't want them to kill me. I would have went back to my motherfucking car. Yeah. It was literally me. And then the old couple came in and they took him straight to the back. And I said, no, bitch, that ain't what y'all going to do to me today. I'm watching Narco Mexico. And I sat there.
0: And you And you didn't get the police called on you.
1: No Actually they asked me To come to the back Cause when they found out My husband had them worms In his eye With the, with the raindrops They asked me Drop he, top <laughs> <laughs> get
3: up in the cro- He wanted box. me to
1: see His eyeball <laughs> And that motherfucker Lifted up like a London bridge London bridge Yeah his fucking Detachment His retina That the motherfucker Lifted up like Electrical wire Yeah I was like What the fuck And the man said That when he started Telling us all that shit He ate some dirt That got parasites. I was like You a goddamn lie. No, oh, you can't believe everything the doctor said. I mean one time I was pregnant right. And
2: so <laughs> I love these stories.
1: Be good. I, I was pregnant right. And so uh the doctor was a quick ass doctor, right? So after I had my first abortion, they damaged my uterus, y'all, because they don't give a fuck. So, I, somebody was practicing on me. So, they damaged my uterus. <laughs> they so were when practicing I, on <laughs> you? Yeah. Like, uh, a game yeah. Of, like a game of
0: baby operation? Or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they always practice on the poor. No matter
2: what <laughs> fucking color you are. They practice on the poor. Was it a, a abortion graduation exam? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Baby's first abortion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, fuck y'all. <laughs> So, they, they fucking ended up cutting me too bad, and then my, I got scar tissue on my uterus or uh, my fallopian tubes, whatever. So, when I met my husband, f- oh God, first black man I met that didn't have no kid, no baby. Mama drummer, he could read back T, good job, credit card. I was like, oh my God, I need to have a baby by this nigga. Oh my God, I gotta, you know, I gotta make it work. I had been, we had been married about seven, eight years, no kid. i like, I need to have a fucking baby by this man. So, I go to the doctor, come to find out, I got this thing called a, uh, um, uh uh labrosophy i think that's what it's called when they go in your neighbor and they or they go up your vagina and they shoot down to your fallopian tube and you could be right there on the tv and you can see your fallopian tubes and they shot the die up and it had a blockage on the right and that that that, that fucking die went whoop no nah, bitch bye-bye and went back down oh, and you can see that on so tv is,
0: i have like spider-man in my mind is, uh, what is that what uh, they're shooting no there?
1: you know the fallopian tube is like this right here like a two peas connected not, to the back not familiar okay well it doesn't go that deep (laughs) i know i know i know (laughs) shut up (laughs) up, dion (laughs) so anyway they shoot the die up in there and they tell me my tubes are blocked right that's like die yeah shoot the die and the die came back then he said the right side of your tubes is blocked so he can't have no kiss i like fuck so um um this is where black dick come in thank you jesus for black dick and so when the the (laughs) die went up in there um I think it kind of loosened whatever was blocking it. Because uh-huh. I went right home and got pregnant. Really? But the quack ass doctor told me I couldn't have no children. So I got really sick during the pregnancy because uh, I have a weak service, and I need something called uh, uh, um. <laughs> a... I think your service is great.
2: <laughs> Can I get some service around here? Shit, <laughs> weak as <Service>, fuck. <laughs> don't you ever Whose let anyone is
0: this? tell you that your service is weak Can to I this I get
2: country? some <laughs> service around <laughs> here? Fuck out, service. Who don't wipe this table down? <laughs>
1: Y'all so goddamn stupid. I get so tired, yeah. y'all. Fuck with my English. <laughs> so let me finish. I wasn't going to say nothing but service.
0: Face. I just face. When she does shit like that, we Dion and I look at each other every time to go, are we going to let this go or not?
2: I was going to let it go because I knew what she was trying to say. Well, right. I have a
1: week's service. Okay. The shit in your vagina. <laughs> so I have to have a, uh, what's it called? A, uh, I forgot what the fucking called, but they go in and they put a fucking piece of sheet into your uh, uterus to hold a baby in there. I forgot what they call That might be called like what like a lavaross for years. I can't mesh remember. Mesh or something? No, it's not a mesh. It's actually look like a piece of sheet. Cause uh, I, I I I saved it one time for one of them baby. Gary and Jumba had to have it, so um, I get really really fucking sick with the baby. I had a baby before Geron that died when uh I, I gave birth at like four months. And um, make a long story short. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> you
0: had a piece of sheet oh, in your oh, vagina?
1: So I, I got, got really, really sick. sick. Mm-hmm. I got really sick. And so the doctor didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And he literally came and told me, he said, You ever had an STD? And I said, Yeah. I said, I had gonorrhea. He said, I think gonorrhea came back. I said, Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the reunion tour starring gonorrhea, <laughs> live in Miss Pat's Pussy. Did, did, Garrett, <laughs> did Garyana
1: give you the gonorrhea? No! no I born. didn't have gonorrhea. I haven't I been with the same man for like 10 years. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking Sunday, about? Sunday, he Sunday, said, Sunday. He said, he said, I think that's what's wrong with you. Your gonorrhea came back. I said... Well, he ain't got gunner real. How he the does fuck now. real? <laughs> <laughs> he did not have gunner real. That fucking quack-ass doctor almost killed me. Just hook Garrett
3: down. <laughs>
2: For real?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Garrett ain't never had an STD. I was like, doctor, uh, Dr. Denclair. that was his name. I should have known he was shit, Dr. Denclair. I said... How do gonorrhea real come? Because I don't know. Maybe it was in your bloodstream. No, nigga. No. Just hanging out
2: like it's at the bar.
1: <laughs> like it's a parasite. I got motherfucker pill and ceiling and shot, so I know the shit was gone. And when you got gunner real, your pussy feel like the Fourth of July. So I know I ain't had no motherfucking gunner real. He was a quack ass doctor. He was a quack. They ended up taking his fucking license, but he was good. All my friends that couldn't have a kid, he helped them bitches got pregnant.
2: Was he fucking (laughs) (laughs)
1: him?
2: No, he wasn't. He He was unstopping
1: them bitches' tubes like he unstopped mine. So after
3: that, (laughs) after that, I I had a baby
1: before Gary that uh it was a miscarriage so i had to have this baby i still got her picture back there my husband hated looking at it. he said she's like an alien because her mouth was stuck together i was still stuck together and they just gave her to me after they had her and you know she just died in my arm and then they ended up taking her wherever they took her and i went to sleep
2: and so, i'm the one that's always telling sad
1: stories right on the <laughs> that's not sad Jeez. yes and so then i ended up getting pregnant with garyana right after that
0: another sad story <laughs> Careful what you
3: wish oh, yeah. for. And
1: then after Garyana, on, I had Junebug And then I tied my fucking tubes. But the whole issue What I'm trying to say Doctor be lying the ass off <laughs> the Mother told me I had a reoccurrence of
2: gonorrhea How the fuck I had gonorrhea I ain't fuck the nasty nigga in years. Gonorrhea came back like an ex Hey can we talk I just <laughs> I realized that You know I didn't treat you so good The first time Oh <laughs> yes you did Bitch you burnt <laughs> You ever had STD No You No Jimmy what just you on this
0: well you're judging us because we haven't had an STD we had safe sex we had guests uh, in
2: San Francisco that had STDs god.
0: <laughs> good god yeah May, maybe we do should you take that
1: was for real
2: oh yeah yeah well let's take, yes, a quick, do.
0: take a quick break and come back and talk about 50 this 50th episode
1: oh yeah we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back to finish talking about the fifth episode
0: I totally think those guys, one of our highest rated episodes out of the fifty so far was San Francisco. I think it was episode two where we had the two gay guys on and they were on a date and they were...
2: Episode 43, A Date yeah, to Remember.
0: A Date to Remember. It was one of the fun... They were such nice guys.
1: Oh, yeah. If you guys are listening, we miss you guys. We love you. And we hope you got that hot dick taken care of.
0: Yeah. At, he had... Was it gonorrhea? Or yeah, he said it, he he say gonorrhea. gonorrhea. Yeah. yeah. And it was his first date. Imagine being on a first date and you get called up on stage and admit to a crowd of 100, 200 people that you, are, you have an STD. Oh, like, they wh- said
2: it with no shame. And that was their point. They said. Yeah, right, exactly. They, they were trying to bring awareness try- to testing. People need to get tested.
1: Well, you go get tested <laughs> when, you're, when you got going gunner real. Gunnery real is hot, nigga. It felt like you stuck your vagina in a fucking heater.
0: <laughs> like Fire ants?
1: Yeah, maybe fire. That shit burns like a motherfucker.
0: I still think was it rest in peace cakes where you talked about lighting your mom's grave on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever laughed.
1: So you much. know, they asked me not to come back, and I ain't been back.
2: What to the grave?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't planning on going. I, don't, I truly believe when people die, you should leave them to the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah. I told my kid I want to make a tape. And say, don't y'all nigga be come out there fucking with me, bitch. I'm rent free. Leave me the fuck alone. Just, I can't give you no detected. more. Yeah, I, can't not I can't give you no more cash app, nickel. <laughs> I can't cash app none of y'all niggas. I'm out this bitch.
0: I think one of my favorite episodes isn't on the main feed, it's in the Patreon feed. So if you're a patron, you get two extra episodes a month. And it was we we were Join doing now. We were doing a word associate or what what word would you like to see come back?
2: Do you remember what word?
1: Uh oh, uh-uh, do you? Well,
2: oh man, you'd what have, was the fucking Quisha? Oh, what was that word that we never ever heard of? I think it's in the title.
1: Did I uh, look at? Oh, did I? Did I? Uh, can you look in the Patreon?
0: Uh, you'd have to look it look it up. My phone's being used for the video.
2: Oh, can you look it up on my phone?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here, good grizzmatizzle. That's R- what g- it was. Good grizzmatism. Good grizzmatizzle. <laughs> yeah. Never heard that. She, one. So D, I go first, and I'm like. <laughs> I'd like, you know, G. Willickers. And then Dion was like, you know, <laughs> Jive I'd, Turkey. Jive Turkey would be great. And then, what about you, Miss Pat? Good tizzle, <laughs> And I. Dion, I don't know that we've laughed harder than on that episode.
3: That
2: was the funniest <laughs> shit because I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> you motherfucker ain't heard none of the shit I be saying. You said, "Let's bring back words," and then you gonna say a word no one's ever heard of before, and
0: then you called like ten people and nobody ever heard of it. <laughs> Good grizzly, Miss Jenny was like,
1: "Huh?" <laughs> 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 well, I'm telling, like, my if you if you notice, like, if I don't know if you guys notice, like, even with my kids, my big kids. My grown kids, the ones I had out of my vagina, we say Bado. <laughs> Have y'all noticed that about us? No. We say Bado. And Bado is not a word. And like my husband asked me one day, he was like, he was around my face. He said, why do y'all say Bado? And I was like, don't nobody say Bado. He's like, that's all y'all say is mm-hmm. We, I say Bado. I would be like, you know what I'm saying, Bado, over there, Bado. And I don't know what the fuck it <laughs> means, but it's just, it's a word my whole fucking family use. They be like, I kill you, Bado.
0: <laughs> is it like an exclamation or what?
1: I I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just bado. How you spell it? I doubt
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, yeah, <laughs> You Fucking okay. I I doubt if I were, it. If I was typing it, how would I type it out? B
1: U <laughs> Bado. T H O. Let me ask Ashley cuz she said bado too. That's fucking amazing.
0: <laughs> the yeah. episode that I think I knew that this was going to be a smash hit podcast was the when you two explained that documentary to me.
2: Oh, episode three.
0: Yeah, it was like I think it was your first episode. Dion. It
2: was my first episode. Yeah, what you was guys, the name of that episode?
1: Oh. Um, to catch a. Uh, oh, uh, was it was. Uh,
2: it was. Uh, Abducted in plain sight. Yeah. Oh yes. God, that was something else. That was the franchise starter right
0: there. That yeah, was. It was really. Funny. I tell
2: you what though, I always ask people who join and people who message me i always ask them what's their favorite episode and granddaddy long legs and illegal knees are always the two that people mention every single time yeah like this is that those are the episodes that got them hooked and yeah. kept coming back
1: well good because people thought i was crazy turn it up when i was saying that granddaddy we call spiders oh. but granddaddy long legs
0: you gotta you gotta put your headphones on hey oh, ashley
1: hi ashley this is Chris Spangler.
4: Right, Hi, Who are all these white people? Oh. <laughs> Stop oh, being racist. I didn't our- raise
1: you like that. <laughs> Gay daughter. Uh,
4: He's still white. That don't mean nothing.
1: D- nobody's talking about people racist. I don't fucking. Oh, rate. wait. wait what,
4: what you want, coronavirus? What you
1: want? <laughs> <laughs> Look here, Bulldogger. We want to ask you a question.
4: What's
1: <laughs> a digger? <laughs> I, I probably Johnson. have the answer. Bull Diger. um Yes. Uh. Oh, I was telling them that all families say Bado, right?
4: Yes.
1: So can you spell Bado? Because <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck Bado mean and how to spell it. And I figure I would call a college dropout.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, kind of well, number one, at least I made it to middle school. So let's talk
1: about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to say fuck you and I should have let you got molested.
4: <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, ah, you- like, anyways, that'll never happen, honey, because I got the biggest dick. But anyways, <laughs> I'm assuming that Bazo is like the way I spelled it from how you guys said it was D U T T H O, like, or D O E if you want to like speak slang like colloquialism. So. Is colloquialism a language. <laughs> yes, it is a language for black people. It's called ebonics. <laughs> it's just a big word for ebonics. I learned that in college when you paid for me to drop out. Ashley, so that's the way that she said that,
0: <laughs> is colloquialism a language? <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch the video when she said that it. That was so... the most
2: polite shit talking. <laughs> uh,
1: Alrighty then, bougie Blue Um anyway
2: go get that radio show let me tell you
1: (laughs) i'm talking to my daughter and this is how we talk
4: uh,
1: no bitch
4: (laughs) you You used
1: to have a period i don't know why you stuck a tampon sofa up your back to stop your period that ain't got nothing to do with you still a girl
4: I still got a period. I know all about them, child, because that don't stop me. Period don't stop nothing but a tennis, baby. Okay, uh, excuse I, me. I don't, don't want to hear this gay shit. <laughs>
1: I don't want to hear this gay shit. In Jesus' name we pray. I need Girl, some holy water. you don't water.
4: even believe in Jesus. Bye. Don't even bring Jesus up. You don't I, even know you. You are not on the main line. Stop
1: lying to <laughs> I, I am on the main line. I don't know the fuck you talking about.
4: Your name is not written in the book. My that, name I is
1: written it. in the book. Your name ain't written in the book. According to the Christian, you eat vagina, so you ain't gonna make it.
4: <laughs> that don't say that in the Bible. It do say that in the you Bible. Ain't never it's,
1: read. It's, 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 it's Solomon Michael,
2: Solomon and Gamaya, the that remix. Like <laughs> right. What that name? Like Solomon Gamora? <laughs> yeah, it's them right? niggas.
1: Solomon Gamaya, you ain't gonna make it, baby. <laughs> he destroyed your <laughs> land and you ain't getting to heaven, according to them. Now, who ain't you know on the it main wasn't line? Just gay
4: people there. You know, it wasn't just gay people there, it was all types of people there. It, and they weren't even considered gay. Like, you have to read, because I know you don't know how to do that. So ask Gary. Oh, bitch, to read. I know how to, to read. read. I know how to
1: read. I know Solomon Gamoria was the,
2: was the gay shit. No, it
4: <laughs> wasn't. That sounds That's like a
2: Godzilla
1: monster. <laughs> <laughs>
4: now, like this virus you got to get. <laughs> I
1: ain't about to get no virus. Where the fuck are you
4: at? I'm inside of some vagina where I deserve to be. Oh, you so space. fucking I've gross. I've quarantined myself inside some pussy. So, what you want? Don't curse
1: in front of me, whore.
4: It's <laughs> <My pussy laughs> not you, pussy gay is whore. Not a curse word. <laughs> pussy is
1: a gay word. I <laughs> mean, it's a curse word. Don't you fucking curse in front of me.
4: It's not a curse word. Don't you, you curse in man. front of me. Now, apologize no, to your yeah, mother. i my phone. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> You are not mother dearest. Bye.
1: <laughs> uh, all I do for you, bitch, I hope your top teeth fall out.
4: Oh, Girl, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> my God, I ain't worried about none of this stuff. You me, why are you calling me? What do you want? We I pay was... my own phone bill now. I'm grown. I can hang on. <laughs> <up here. laughs>
0: that's, that's a common thing when Miss Pat, somebody, he should call someone in her family. What do you want? <laughs>
4: they all say
1: We're we'll celebrating my 50th podcast, and we wanted to ask you how to spell, Bado.
4: That's what you're doing to celebrate your 50th podcast and spell a word?
1: Well, we reminiscing, motherfucker.
4: (laughs) Okay, well, that's not a reminisce you say that word every day. Reminiscing is something that happened in the past. You say that word today. (laughs) No, no, we
0: reminisced about rocks in her ass in the graveyard.
2: (laughs) She don't know anything about the rocks
1: Have you ever heard
2: anybody say good grizzle tizzle? Yeah,
4: yeah, all the time. Well, in our family, not like outside of our family, no. Yeah, so it's made up (laughs) shit.
0: What does good grizzle tizzle mean?
4: It just mean like like for white people like holy cow. Like that. Like good grizzle. Like right. holy cow. <laughs> that
0: that makes sense because when I asked what does good grizzly tizzle I mean? She goes, I don't know, good grizzle.
4: <laughs> 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 it's like you just know when to use it, but you don't know what it means, basically. Right. Where you at? Um, at the salon, get my hair done. I got my hair is so pretty, I'm gonna send you a picture of it. I look good as hell.
1: Uh, Ashley, do not curse in front of me.
4: My hell is not a curse word. Hell
1: and pussy is fucking vulgar.
2: Fucking vulgar? What?
1: Hell is not not regular when vulgar is here? fucking vulgar. <laughs> I'm not going to hell. I am. My heart
2: is purr and good. Purr? <laughs> 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 She's a kitty cat. You got a heart full of purr. Purr. <laughs> you got nine lives. That's why your ass ain't going to heaven. <laughs> right.
4: And I got a nipple blown off. I got shot in the head, hit by a dump truck. I had fleas, rabies, gunnery, still here.
1: You got hit by a dump truck? <laughs> fuck you, Chris, and fuck you, Ashley. What have you had? Every time I, every uh, time you come okay. around me, you smell like plastic. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's because I'm out here giving his dick out. Whoever
1: wanted while hey, we're second house for quarantine. You come cannot come back to my house. <laughs> with, you're very disrespectful. I, I cannot. I hope you lose. I hope the airline lose your tics. Uh, hey, wow, Delta. <laughs>
4: Don't, you
2: don't wear them on the plane? Don't you check don't check trust them, airlines girl. You're going to be dickless in Seattle. Don't check your
4: dicks. <laughs> well, if my penis gets coronavirus, I'm okay with it long well, because I ain't got it.
0: Oh. <laughs> How often are you sanitizing your dildos? Are you dishwashing uh, I mean, them or are you hand washing?
4: Hand washing in between people. Oh. That's a lot of people. Is that okay for you guys? I didn't say how many people it was. I'm just saying I had one. I'm more concerned you're people. at
0: the that that you're out and about and not quarantined. What are you doing down there?
4: No, I'm not out and about. I'm yes,
1: you, you is. You out no, and about. You nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
4: First of all, Mom, you don't went grocery shopping five times. You've been more mm-hmm. out and about than everybody else. You've been to Northern Rag, Burlington, and everything else. You I have not been anywhere in the
1: name of Jesus. I go to the grocery store. <laughs> Why are you? Putting you on definitely, on
4: this you definitely
2: haven't been anywhere. She's gonna, in the name of Jesus. She's going to the most <laughs> accurate thing you've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> I have not been anywhere. We I've been, still been about
0: taking... to call the governor and tattle on each
3: other. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been taking care of myself. I only go to the grocery store, like the government said, and come back home.
4: Okay, and I just came to get my hair done, and I go back in the house. I'm not out in the, <sighs> the streets. I'm not going to the club. I'm not doing nothing. Like I'm just you killing.
1: telling a nasty lie.
4: <laughs> why are you talking to me like you're a sex phone operator? Like, why are you on my phone? <laughs> you sound gross. You sound like a man-woman thing with a beard or something. I'm not interested in this not turning me
1: on i'm not trying to bitch i'm your mama
4: (laughs) well you sound like you're trying to be
1: sexy but you sound like a man at the (laughs) same time which is not sexy to her Uh, oh yeah she don't like men she don't like me no i don't
4: like men and she's a man so no i don't like her thank god
1: motherfucker i'm your mother
4: don't fuck me
1: please don't fuck me don't deal though your mama down
4: Everyone, my mother is transitioning and that's why she sounds like a man. (laughs) Uh, Bitch, I ain't
1: transitioning. I ain't transitioning to shit.
4: I keep it dick. I
1: I sure did have some gray hair, but I got it off, bitch.
4: Okay, so you could curse at me and call me all kind of names, but I can't say I am the
1: mother. I had you.
4: Unfortunately, you did. You could have just swallowed me and saved us all this trouble, but instead, I'm here, so...
1: Wasn't sucking dick when you came along.
4: Yes, you was. i
1: No, I was not.
4: When did you start doing
1: that? None of your motherfucking <laughs> business. Well, this is
4: something we should talk about. We've never Sucked about this before, and I'm very interested. Uh, I'm know.
1: not. Uh, uh, cold dicks and real dicks have no room for each <laughs> After other. After she
0: had Nikea, she was like, "I'm sucking dick from LA. hell." <laughs>
4: He was probably should have a text my kids. while While he was They was probably putting that penis all across his head. He got all kind of mushroom stamps at the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> fuck
1: is mushroom stamps?
4: You should know you're straight. I read about it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: the hood of a penis looks like a mushroom. So what yeah. do you do to the kid? I don't fuck children. I don't know. <laughs> no, like, it's a, it's we ain't crazy. even gonna ask you because your dick ain't even
1: reaching the womb up there. <laughs> oh, are you talking to
4: Chris?
1: My dick is bigger than yours.
4: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nobody dick in that room bigger than mine. I can guarantee you. One more time. Around.
1: Do not curse.
4: What? I can't say dick. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she took her dick And went home
4: <laughs> I think
0: she was saying That You were getting fucked So often When you had Nikea In the womb That it left it left him With a dented head Like a golf ball
1: Yeah Yeah I, No I don't think That's true at all I don't remember that I don't think I've ever had sex With a pregnant woman They say it's the best vagina I wouldn't know Who's they? People
0: <laughs> the, the board of Pregnant sex doctors I don't know That's what I they say I think calling him
2: back Hello,
1: What do you want?
4: Nick <laughs> Nick
2: She just digged down her mom) <laughs> <laughs> My kids
1: so goddamn stupid. My kids so goddamn stupid. I wonder where they get it
2: from. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit talkers. All of them. They learn from the best.
4: You calling her back? Yeah.
2: <laughs> she ain't gonna answer.
4: Oh, okay. Hello. You
2: scared
4: of car What? I almost had a heart attack. I got my
0: headphones in <laughs> You know that's how you used to
4: wake us up for school when we were little. <laughs> well, that explains a lot.
0: Why, why, is Ash- why is Ashley gay? I don't know. She got screamed bulldiger every morning at 6 a.m. by her mom.
1: <laughs> by crazy. Uh,
0: oh, uh, I about imprinting?
1: I only call my gay daughter bulldiger so I don't want hear that bullshit about I don't like gay because... It's an inside joke. She like for me to call her that on the low,
2: or on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What's another episode people talk about a lot? Uh, Holy polio! It was another very popular one. What what happened on that one? That was the story of you were afraid of getting sick, or I was sick. I don't remember. (laughs) Uh, that was like thirty episodes ago.
0: I know. The disc- maybe read the description. Pull that up.
2: But... See here, what episode? Was that's it? the problem. 20... I, I try to title
0: it so it's funny, but then the, it doesn't give a good description. Holy
2: polio was episode nineteen. We we did that in August. Wow. What was it talking about? I don't mean to play it. I'm trying to read the description. Miss Pat takes oh not vaccinating kids. That's what oh it, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what they cuss your ass out. They cuss me out was
1: uh, one that what you talking about they would uh, you should vaccinate your kids yeah who cussed me out? You people got mad about that. Kid. People was like, I'm leaving Miss Pat because you, uh, you said we should vaccinate your kids. I, said, I ain't said a motherfucking thing. I'm just giving you my opinion. We're not doctors around. We are two comedians and a white boy. We just give <laughs> you <all>. we-
0: <laughs> I know people should not confuse this podcast for medical advice. <laughs>
1: yeah, we do what you want to do. If you got real gunner- and you choose to sit around with it for two extra weeks, I'm just going to tell you it's hot. I can't tell you what works for you. I'm just, Telling you, I don't know shit. Apparently I'm just. Apparently, you
2: can't get rid of it if it comes back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you may be a medical miracle
1: <laughs> yeah dumbass doctors i mean you and then you know i i tell people all the time you can't even you can't just go about what the first doctor tell you always get a second and third opinion like that man say them worms eat my husband high. like nigga please whatever <laughs> you know but we're not doctors we just give you all opinion that's, that's what it is and y'all right. get mad at some shit real you got a long piece of white hair right now
0: really
1: where it might be your cat. No, you're turning... Oh, yeah, I got
0: gray hairs on my beard.
1: Oh, I see that. So, um, you know, we just... we just, It's a podcast. She we thought it was cat hair, with. Dion. She <laughs> thought I had cat hair I, on my really
0: face. I really did. <laughs> this, is the, this is what she thinks of me.
1: I We're mean... Walking, so, walking around a cat. Do you kiss hair. your cat? I don't know. Yeah.
2: <gasps> Not in the mouth, though. No. Oh. No. No.
1: Just like your little peck
0: on the forehead. Oh.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. Um, people kiss their animals. I don't understand that shit.
1: Do you understand that a cat lick his ass?
0: Yeah, but so does Ashley. and You You have <laughs> <laughs> never
1: seen me kiss Ashley. <laughs> you will never see me kiss Ashley. Are you a germaphobe? No, but I ain't kissing no cat, and I ain't kissing no dog, and I ain't kissing my kids in the mouth. Are you an animal
0: person at all? uh that wince that wince says no
2: <laughs> i mean I like, when you I see like a dogs. chicken get choked out and then you gotta eat them out later
1: <laughs> me i don't care to own one but i dogs used to be my thing you know i had a pup pup and we had one cat well we had two cats the siamese cat that we tried to sell my brother stole <laughs> and then. <it,
2: laughs> what episode was that on
1: they're kind of that's so funny <laughs> there's so many great stories uh, yeah, my brother stole a Siamese cat for an Atari. Him, but he didn't stick around long. He didn't like the roaches we had. And... uh
2: most cats don't.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we had a my mama had a kitten one time that kept pulling on her curtain and she threw that motherfucker out the door like she was crazy. back then once back then it wasn't no animal abuse. So she had picked that motherfucker up and said, You got to go, nigga. You up here climbing on my motherfucking curtain. We was already poor. So nigga, they're tearing up all goodwill curtain. She picked that little kitten up by the neck and threw that motherfucker out the door and said, Go on, find you somewhere else to stay. <laughs> and so <laughs> So we didn't we didn't, you know, I mean, I'm not a big Animal person, I think because I've always dealt with kids and, right. and they just cost so fucking much. Right. So I'm not going to go in there and feed no kid and feed no dog. And, you know, I, you always got somebody in your bed, family that pissed the bed. So I ain't going to get up no cat piss, no human piss. I'm already washing covers right now. I just, I just can't do animals, but I, I don't have a problem with them. I don't care to own them. You got to clean up their fucking hair and shit and, you know, and, and you, and you got to give them baths. That's a lot of work. You know, I st- I really <laughs> stopped dealing with animals when you could no longer tell. Time up
2: outside to a tree. <laughs> Chris
0: looks befuddled. You <laughs> never should have done that in the first place. But. Uh
1: nigga, it was okay back in the day.
0: Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah,
1: it was okay. Not not like hanging a nigga, but you just tie him up, and his bed was out there on the tree. So uh, when they stopped that shit, I don't even see why that's humane.
0: I I just remember going to my friend Matt's house, and they had they had their two dogs. It's a poor Spike. <laughs> Had just run around this tree so much and there was no grass. He was sitting in the mud all the time. I'm like, why do you even have a dog? I don't even like dogs. Like, why even have, you know, like ugh.
2: How do you not like dogs, but you like cats? Dogs are too much. I need
0: you to get out of my face.
1: But cats are dumb. They can't even protect you. At least a dog or bog, when they when they motherfucking hear people coming, when cats see ghosts, they just get them humps in the back and he can't tell you <laughs> nothing. <laughs>
0: Cats are low maintenance, and and they're kind of like dogs. They're driving me crazy right now because they won't stop following me everywhere. Like they're they're friendly. They're not used and they're to at be
2: home so no, much.
0: Yeah, so they're all over me because they're they love the attention. See, it's, that's what I can't do.
1: You rubbing all up against me. Leave. I mean, if you're gonna do a cat, you might well get you a black bitch. At least a half shed less.
2: <laughs> yeah. Somehow, I don't think cats and black women are equally the same. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you want hair all over you, if you if a black woman with a bad weave, if that shit rub up against you, you're gonna leave all yeah, kinds like, of like spr- Chris
2: can just go out to Petsmart. Oh, you got any black bitches in the back? Yeah, they outlawed, they outlawed that in 1865. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not that easy to get a black woman, mess with that. <laughs> Like you can just go bring a squeak toy. Come here, black bitch. <laughs> I got this box for you to shit in. Hey, Don't leave your hair on my sofa. <laughs>
1: my friend Corlin used to work with a uh, woman, work with an old black dude, right, and he's to call black women. He said he said my friend his last name, Wiggy, They used to date to do the armor truck with the money. He, so the, the old Brinks man trunks. would the Brinks truck. So he would he would drive and the old man he be in the back and the old man was like wicked. He's like what man? Look at that fine nigga bitch right there. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga woman, that's what he called him. <laughs> nigga woman, nigga bitches. <laughs> I was like, he, he was about sixty, so
2: he didn't bomb bodies at nighttime. It sounds like a romance novel. <laughs> Dion,
0: <laughs> Dion, we were sitting earlier, <laughs> and Dion just started like ranting about something, and I was like, Dion, like, do you find yourself going into old man rants? Like I do it all the all time. All the time. Where, where I'm, I'm like, I'm turning into my dad. I'm turning into that old guy who yells out that inappropriate thing. Like, when did you, miss Pat, like, as you've gotten older, when did you go, all right, I'm old now? Like, because you always say you're old even though you're not, but like- 25, Really?
1: Yeah, because I had like eight kids at 25.
2: 25 is when it, everything changed. I stopped partying literally really? the day of my 25th birthday. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore.
1: Well, I'm not a big drinker, but, you know, I got married really young, um, 19, 18, 19, and so- after I had I got my sister' kids. I had custody of her kids for ten years, and I already had two kids. Then I had two kids by my husband. So here I am, uh, thirty years old with eight fucking kids. Jeez. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, about thirty years old with eight kids, and I'm just at home, uh, shitty job working at Walmart, um, putting you know getting up every morning, getting everybody to daycare, and. I just felt really old. I remember sitting there, I was on Section 8, and I remember sitting there saying, you know, one thing my teacher always taught me, Miss Troop, she said, always dream, you know, like always dream. So I lived in this house. I don't think I ever told y'all this story. So I lived in this house in Atlanta, and I had a Section 8 certificate, and it was worth um. $1,400 $1,400 they were willing to pay my rent because I had eight kids. And I only got to Section 8 because my sister was on crack and I took custody of her kids. And so literally all they gave me was $300 and dollars for four kids and fucking housing, which was Section 8. And I'm sitting there and um, my kids started to play sports in this community, which is a middle class, a lower middle class black neighborhood. And um, uh, my mind started to open up. And I was like, I want more. I'm tired of this same old bullshit. You know, being on welfare and, you know, not having shit. I forgot the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> you realized out.
0: you were old and then, Oh, oh, yeah. oh,
1: so I'm sitting there, take that part out. But I'm sitting that with all of these kids, and I'm like, I'm fucking old. And I'm 30 years old. And I said, No, I'm no, I'm not even 30 years old. I'm 20. I had four kids. I had my two kids and my sister four kids. So I got six kids. No kids by my husband. None. I think I'm maybe pregnant with Gary I'm in my early twenties and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't got shit. I was like, and then Miss Troop came into my mind and started to say, well, you know, just like, I felt like I was talking to my teacher. What do you see yourself? And I told myself that day, I said, before I'm 30 years old, I'm going to own this house. I ain't know how the fuck I was going to own this house, y'all. Cause Remember, I'm, I got reduced rent. Well, I'm going to be honest. It was free fucking rent. I'm getting like $1,200 in food stamps. I'm working a shitty ass Target job. I'm working on getting my GED. I'm fucking nothing. And I just told myself, said, I'm going to own this house by the time I'm 30. I'm going to buy me a house. Because, you know, they tell you the American dream is buy a house. So I go to school and I become a medical assistant. I'm talking to this 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 fucking black power man one day. And, um, and um, I'm telling him, I was like, I'm just working to get off Section A and I'm a medical assistant. And uh, I said, I really want to own my house. And he sat me down and he said, it's funny how uh, black people think the American dream is owning a house. I said, what the fuck you talking about? That is the American dream. He said, he said, while we teach our kids the American dream is to own a fucking house, white people teach their kids to own a fucking McDonald's. He said, you ever thought about a franchise? I said, what the fuck is a franchise? I had never heard the word before. He said, when you own a McDonald's, I said, they let niggas do that?
2: <laughs> now when you call, call Jimmy Carter a nigger, <laughs> you can no <So>, McDonald's. <laughs> they got the tape. <laughs>
1: so I started to open my mind, and I said, I just started to put shit together. And I said, I said, uh, I said, I'm gonna own this house by the time I'm 30, and I did. I, did, I literally, I started doing vending and all some other shit, and I'm, I, I started making money. And I remember telling my husband, I said, I want the old lady who owned the house. And this is how good people are. This is why I think I'm so open minded because my landlord was an old white woman, right? Her name was Gerda Born. I know she probably dead now, but. Uh, I would go work at General Motors because I still had that nigga mentality. Uh, Not nigga mentality. I had that fucking welfare recipient mentality where you think you're going to always get over right. So I go to work at McDonald's. I mean, I go to work at General Motors making all this fucking money. $22,000. Never reported. They caught my ass. And so I was like, oh, okay. So they said, you owe $8,000. Literally my landlord went in her bank account and said, don't tell them this because I could get kicked out the program for renting my house and gave me $8,000 to pay my rent, my back rent back. I fucked around and did it again. And they went to accept my money and they kicked me off the program. So at the time, the lady was getting like $2,000 for her house for me. So she said, "Pet, I like you so much. She said, she said, have you thought about buying a house? And I'm like, how I was going to do that? And this, and I never really talk about this lady. This lady, my landlord, an old white lady named Gerda Bourne said, well, you've been in my house for 10 years. And out of those 10 years that you rented this house on Section 8, I put $50 a month away in case you ever wanted to buy this house. Mm. And that fucking lady helped me pay my down payment on the house to buy the fucking house from her. Wow. To buy the fucking house from her. And at the time... She did own a finance. And she said, I do own a finance for you to get your credit all the way together. And she gave me a really good inspiration. I think it was like back then probably like 5%. And, you know, I didn't really have, I wasn't making that kind of money. But she owned a financing. And she gave me two, three years to get my shit together. And I'm still in the house. And um, by this time, when I got my shit together, me and my husband went in and bought, the the house. Or how have we did it and got it together? You know, we refinanced it. And we, I put him on there. And I think that's why I'm so open minded, because that was like the first other than the police officer in my neighborhood. That was the first like white person that I felt like really cared because I didn't have a lot of interaction with white people. But when she did that and she came to close them with that money, a cashier check and didn't never tell me she was saving fifty dollars a month out of all those years I lived in that house. And she owned like a lot of houses too. Cause she tried to get me to move in the other house. I was like, well, I really like this one. And we never asked her to repair it. We always took it ourselves. I always paid for my own sterminate cause the motherfucker had so many roaches when I first moved in it. And I never get when I closed and I was like, oh, I got a little money. I'm gonna fucking redo the kitchen. And she was so proud of me. And she was still calling check on me like periodically. And I want to dial her number so bad. I think last time I dialed her number was disconnected. And I kind of know she's probably dead cause she was like, like sickly and shit, but she. I always think a girdle. I always think a girl because when Miss Troop came back in my head when I was like in my early 20s and said, What you gonna do with your life? and I was like, I gotta do something. I'm gonna fucking buy me a house, and I was like, I'm gonna buy me a house and then I'm gonna buy me a car. I said, You know, just thinking of the fucking materialistic shit, but I got I, I accomplished everything. I went to work for General Motors and I accomplished everything I wanted.
0: Yeah, your story is a lot of great people kind of going, You need to believe in yourself and then helping you get. And,
1: and that's what That's why I tell people about uh, pulling yourself up By the bootstrap With uh, the whole American thing You know I tell people all the time On stage And you know this Dion I was like hey That bootstrap shit don't work I'm here because people Like you help me No matter what fucking Color you are I'm here because of casework. I'm here Those programs out there Everybody be talking about Oh Democrats Democrat Don't never want to fucking work I'm here to tell you Those programs work it, It's gonna be Thieving motherfuckers And anything That the government Put out free It ain't gonna work For everybody But if it's 10 p- If you got Ten people on a fucking government program, and four of them come out with a success story. Then that's a successful program, because you always gonna have people that ain't gonna do right. You always have people that gonna want to scheme. You always gonna have people that just ain't, gonna, just don't want to do right. Right. But ain't nothing you can do about that. So I, I don't know why I felt compelled to uh, fucking uh, share that story. She, the lady, just popped in my head. But today I still own that same house in Atlanta. Oh, that's cool. And when I wanted to give back. I wanted to give back. I wanted to be the landlord. When
0: a story starts with, <laughs>
1: Oh, let me tell you. So I wanted to give back. I'm a landlord now. You can't tell me shit,
2: Is right? This booty beads story coming up. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I wanted to give back. And I said, I moved here to Indiana and I wanted to give back. And I said, I want to rent my house on section A because somebody gave me a chance. And at this time the house got granted. Fucking part with floors. I done fucking redid the whole house. So I moved a section eight tenant in it. You know, that's based on your rent. Oh, this bitch was from hell. This ghetto bitch. This ghetto bitch never paid me the portion of the rent that she was supposed to pay, right? Right. On top of that, she wanted to move right after she moved in, cause the bitch was like crazy. So I wouldn't let her move. Get what that bitch did. That bitch went and had her uncle stole all my carpet out of my house. Not carpet. Carper. Copper, copper, yes. Tore my walls <laughs> down, yanked hard, all man. my fucking wires down. Tore my, mother, Oh, I don't think I ever cried that hard over that, cause I worked really hard to get that house. I put, I put in, I added on to the house. I fucking the house is off it's about thirty, it's about thirty two hundred square feet. It's got maybe, it's got four bedrooms with an extra fucking room out the back. The fucking the fucking bedroom is bigger than this and that. My kitchen put together. It's got uh it's got a living room inside of the bedroom, a whole kitchen inside of the bedroom, it's got custom cabinets, and this bitch tore my house up. I fucking boo hoo and I said That day on, I said... Did you not know her well? Well, you don't know your tenants. You know, they get on a program and you kind of vet them and, you know, you verify their jobs and shit. And at the time, we was living up here and I really wanted to to rent the house. So, she came along. She had her deposit. And her house only rent for, at the time, rent for $1,000. And the bitch tore my house up. And I said, fuck Section 8. Fuck poor people. Fuck niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and I took my house off that program, nigga. I was like, because. When I feel like when you own a program like that, it's to, it's to help you to learn how to live and eventually leave the program. But sometimes you get people... I got friends that have been on the program for over 30 years, which I don't understand. Why the fuck are you still get, need help with your rent when your kids are grown? But I ain't downing nobody because, you know, people have... Everybody got their own issues. I'm just glad I'm not on the program anymore. But after that bitch did that, I took my house off that program... Luckily I only had four tenants So she was the Section 8 tenant That tore my house up I had like $30,000 in damage Jeez So at before after her Before her I had a white bitch Who was a stripper Bitch tore my fucking $2,000 bag though Never paid on rent Just fucking lie So I take this bitch to court right And I don't know how the fuck we got on this But I take this bitch to court And it's a special episode I can go over I take this bitch to court She showed with all her rent receipts right Every rent receipt but for the last four months, she was missing rent. So I said, Bitch, I don't, to my, I pay on time. I said, Bitch, you can't pay on time when you ain't paid in four months. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? And the judge literally said, This is why people lose their houses because people like you get the fuck out of her house. Nice. So I put this bitch out right And then was I moved the white stripper bitch? The white stripper bitch With a black man and, okay. and just Her mama was paying her rent Behind her back Trying to keep her I didn't know they were cocaine head The June Junebug played ball With, her, with his son the, the, Her husband coached my son So So I moved them Motherfuckers out I don't fuck with people You ain't got I, I had the Oh <laughs> Calm down oh. Slow down Yeah my heart beating fast So <laughs> then I moved the, beauty, the booty bee bitch in Now she works for Uh for the transportation service On the model Fucking Suvi Making good money And she had this No good piece of man With him And I'm I work with you You could be late I work with you Because I've been In the same right, situation right. I care about people I'm not gonna just Throw you on the fucking street So this bitch decided to move. She lived in my house like three years. She decided to move. Well, she decided to move after her ghetto ass son. I go over there one day. And this nigga smoking weed, throwing ashes out the motherfucking window. Done knock my goddamn screen down. Now I'm like, nigga, get that goddamn joint back in the window. <laughs> so
2: not put the joint out, get it back in the
1: house. Yeah, get it back in the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was pissed off. It's hard being a landlord. So, I go over there. She moves out, right? And then she got a deposit. This bitch, her son, done took her X to all my doors and chopped them motherfuckers up. So, wow. I said, look, bitch, the doors are $65 each. Get over here and clean my house out and get my, door, my doors fixed. Wait, wait. He took, like, like that movie... Here's <laughs> Johnny Yeah So he was crazy <laughs> I don't know What the fuck Was wrong with the summer. When he got mad He wanted to take An axe and shit So he done took An axe to my Motherfucking Trimming my doles And so instead Of them fixing You know Putting the doles Back up
2: I mean Buying new dough Getting rid of the axe
1: Yeah they done, it. they done putted it I'm like bitch I, I'm not I'm not a slum landlord I what? can't
2: They put putty In the yeah. axe hole Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Axel.
0: You're proud of yourself, aren't you? Yeah,
2: he yeah, yeah. is. <laughs> Look at him. He's fuck. gonna make this... That is the ghettoest shit I've ever He's heard. This who the fuck, first of all, who the fuck axes doors? Crazy secondly, the <laughs> and secondly, to fix it, we're, just like, we're gonna put some putty in here. So <laughs> They'll never know the difference. And then you don't paint it over so the door
1: got a big-ass lump like a motherfucking fake booty. Just a big-ass forehead on the motherfucking door.
2: Oh.
1: Make a long story Maybe you should have just
2: let him keep the joint outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he done knock holes in my wall, so we go in there to clean up, right, y'all? And so I'm in there cleaning up in my home and tell me. I'm, I said, why all these bees? And he's like, don't touch that. What the fuck is that? He like, them booty bees. Don't like, the fucking booty bee. <laughs> she had all these motherfucking mardi looking bees that you pull out your ass and they had these little ridges on the side. And I'm like, why they sharp on the side? <laughs> they were like little rubbery tips and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So... I go and I sue the bitch, right? I'm suing the bitch because I, I, 20 years ago, I whoop your ass. Today, I got to beat you like a white woman. I'm going to take you straight to motherfucking court. And we ended <laughs> up on Judge Brown with the whole booty bee thing, and I fucking won. So, that's my one, two. Oh, this is my third. So, my third, when they still there, thank God they've been there like 12 years. Oh, God. I'm like, we ain't even going to talk about them because they current. But at least I got <laughs> a tenant. And they're good tenants, too. You know.
0: So, when you go back to Atlanta, where do
1: you stay? Hotel. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't stay in that neighborhood. <laughs> too boot, you're too bougie now. No, I w- yeah, <laughs> yeah. You heard that? No, yeah. No, you know, I was over there the other day. I was over there a couple weeks ago, and uh, the fucking they redid the high school. That motherfucking damn, they looked like plain feet. I was like, finally, they using all taxpayer money for something. But that's that. Let you know what that does is that lets you know gentrification is on its way. Yeah. Because my house is near the airport. Near the airport It's a prime area If you're a pilot If you fucking Anything you gotta do At the airport I'm literally Five minutes from The fucking airport You can see the planes You don't really hear them But you can see them Right So I mean It's a really good When I first moved there It was like playing field So now it's like Bankhead You gotta know What the fuck Bankhead is In Atlanta, But so and I get phone calls. This is why I know something is going on in that community. I get at least no lie, two phone calls a week. You want to sell your house? And I asked one lady. Like, I said, "What the fuck is going on? Everybody keeps asking me sell my motherfucking house."
2: Yeah, I'm about to flip that shit. Yeah.
1: Everybody, they were like, "We give you cash right now." I said, "Nigga, I pay my mortgage. I don't want to sell my motherfucking house." Y'all keep calling. I'm going to hold my motherfucking house. Something going on. Y'all ain't tricking me this time, white people. Y'all tricked me when y'all moved out of that neighborhood and left a the nigga there. And I couldn't get up out of there. And then the bus came and all these crazy motherfuckers started moving around me. I be going to motherfucking meeting with Sarah now. Sarah? Yeah, Sarah go to all the meetings. You know when the fuck to get out. She It's a memo they send out in the white neighborhood. Run! Bullshit <laughs> on the way. Y'all ain't leave me no goddamn more. You never trick me again. Mm-mm. So, But I know something going on because I get... I, at least twice a week.
0: Would you sell the house?
1: Hell no. I'm waiting to see why everybody trying to buy the motherfucking house.
0: So you're waiting to hold, and then you'd sell it to have too much emotional attachment?
1: I think you have a lot. It's my first property. Uh, it's my, it's, you know, it's me. That house really made me feel like. I kind of accomplished the American dream. I bought a fucking house. You know, you're talking about this little old girl from the west end of Atlanta with a GED, welfare recipient. And I grew up and I bought a fucking house. So <clears throat> I think I have more feelings for that house than I do this fucking house. You know, yeah. and, and it was something. It's also something I would like to leave my kids. Yeah. You know, I, I really want. I don't give a fuck. I, I got a really nice house now. I don't care about leaving this because it's in Indiana, but I would really like to.
2: <laughs> 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 Fuck you. <laughs> Did she you hurt your feelings with that? Yeah.
1: I would really like to leave that house in Atlanta to my kids because yeah. I worked really hard for that house, even remodeling
2: it. Do you think uh, Garrett and Garyana want to move back to Atlanta? Or do you think they like it up here now?
1: They, not Garyana, but my husband liked it. You know, we talk about it all the time. He said, as long as he can get somewhere where it's not too busy, like the city of Atlanta. So he would like to move out on the outskirts. He don't want to move to Alpharetta. So more like Noonan, Fabinary. I asked him,
0: so so what do you think of Plainfield? He goes, don't tell pat i like it here a lot because <laughs> it's he quiet her. he, he here why would i want to be around all those fucking
1: people he do and that's the type of living he want you know he, i can see my husband a big ass front porch and and my husband is tight he don't need no big old castle um you know just a normal size house that'll hold us he'd never let you go too far outside hey we don't need all that because the first thing he say how silly you got all the heat going to go up there. We got to pay for that heat we ain't using up there. So, <laughs> <laughs> He's right. He's very right. He's like, it's there's no point. way we can get that heat to come down. they just wasting gotta fucking heat. You got to get
2: a ceiling fan. Yeah. That, uh,
1: so um, I look at, I'm um, hopefully I can purchase a nice home in Atlanta. That's where I would like to be. And this is only because Indiana has been great to me. I love fucking Indiana. Uh, I ain't going to say it's I love a, it's, Indiana. It's a family
2: but, place. But once that's done, you got to go.
1: Well, it's my—I don't have anybody here. You know, I don't have a Miss Jenny here, or a Queesh here, or a fucking—you know—I can't just get together with people that I feel like love me because I don't have anybody here. I mean, other than wow, you two Dion. motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> I me mean, other than you two motherfuckers, y'all the only two really that Dion up uh, before Chris came along. Be honest, who did I hang with? Yep. You don't. Other than deal, I never call anybody. Now I have you to call. Yeah. What the fuck you doing, Chris? So these are the only two motherfuckers in Indiana that I literally talk to every other day on the phone. I don't have one girlfriend in Indiana. Why do
0: you think you never really connected with people here? Is it because the geo like where you're living it is like you're the person that walks out the front door and you want to be around people or you, you just
1: didn't connect with people or what? So when I first moved here uh 14 years ago one thing I noticed about Indiana, like in the South, money separates you. Here, race separates you. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if I ever told you this. I said, these black people in Indiana carry on like niggles. Like when I tell them I live in Plainfield, Plainfield, the police bad out there. Oh, <laughs> I never live in Plainfield. And I'm thinking... uh, I remember when getting here in like 2007, I got here in 2006, 2007, I'm looking at the news and the inner city school did not have air conditioning. I mm. couldn't fucking believe it. Even in the ghetto of the city of Atlanta, the kids had air conditioned school. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, why the fuck wouldn't you want to move out of there? And so, you know, um, when, when I would tell people I live in Plainfield, the first thing they said, why you live around them white people? I'm like, I don't give a fuck about no white people. I'm living where the school system is good. I'm living where the taxes are good. That's the mentality that I had. Yeah. And, and I noticed in Atlanta with the people that I deal with, money separates you. Anybody can live next door to T.I. if you got the money. Yeah, You know, they're not scared to go. Black people ain't scared to go live in Cobb County, Smyrna, or wherever the white people are. It's more mingling
2: pretty much everywhere. Here is... That's what I don't like about it. There's <laughs> no sections in Atlanta. It's like, where am I at? Oh, there's a crackhead over there and a $2 million house. Like, wait, huh? So, yeah,
0: I think I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but here's my theory: like the North, just we had no like the Klan here in the 20s was mad at Catholics, like that's because there weren't black people here, like there, and if there were, they were segregated into over where IUPY is at, where Madam Walker started her the first black female millionaire, and so as like the population increased, everybody was still segregated. Like Crispus Attucks is a famous that's where. Is that Oscar Robertson mm-hmm. yeah. went to played high school basketball and when they won the state championship in the in the 50s or 60s like I and think they won was
2: 57 58 something like that
0: yeah and they wanted to have a parade the the white mayor wouldn't let them and so they just did a parade around man walker so i just don't think interactions I know for me, like we never interacted growing up with black kids in our school because we didn't have any. You yeah. know? And so, But I think in the South, it's probably so much, there's such a larger black population that intermingling between different races and cultures is much more prevalent than it ever was here. Well,
1: I can say this as a black kid coming up in the ghetto, I didn't see a lot of white people either. But one thing about Atlanta, you go to these places to hang out, like Brawl Ripper. Brawl Ripper is mainly young white people. Right. Young white people. Well, I don't see sections in Atlanta like that. It's young people, all races, Chinese, black, white. And that's what I love about the South. Yeah, it's also you know, a it's, much
2: larger city.
1: Yeah, it is a much larger city. It is a much larger city. But still, you know, you like, Although you just. Population-wise, you
2: see- y'all are on the decrease. Wow. In Atlanta. Yeah, I looked it up. Indiana- Indianapolis is the 17th largest city. Atlanta is thirty seven. Really? Yeah, because people are, they don't, they're not living within the city.
1: No, they're not. Yeah. It costs them too much because right. of gentrification. The city of Atlanta, taxes have went up so fucking much, the mail just put something, a cap on it, Well, you can't raise like seniors' uh, taxes for like 10 or 15 years or some shit like that.
0: There's a but, book, there's a book called White Flight, and I think it's literally about Atlanta and the the white people leaving the core of the city to the south. But suburbs. they
1: always let you, run, black people running down, and they come back and get it for cheap. But that's what I don't like about Indiana. I'm used to I'm like, as I go out, like in, in, like the comedy, the comedy scene here. We really don't have a comedy scene, but in Atlanta, it, you gotta, you can go over here and the Laughing Scully, all white coming, mixed coming, whatever. And you can go over here, all black comic, but somehow they mingle together at some locations. So, I just I just like
2: diversity.
0: There's div- not I here. love yeah. diversity. We have a comedy scene. You just wouldn't want to hang out with them. <laughs> like,
1: well, I mean, I like it. Well, is it? They don't, don't blame her. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just not enough diversity here. You know, uh, it. I, I just wish. I wish like. I wish this. I wish it was other stuff. For, everybody to do. Yeah. You know, if it's a jazz night, it's just a black jazz night. Well, I just don't want to be around black people. I want to see everybody. I want to see Chinese people enjoying jazz. I want to see black people. I want to see what, I like all people. I want to sit and have a conversation cousin, with everybody. My
2: cousin plays in a jazz band called Toy Factory. Um, and they play on the West Side. We should go. It's Wednesday, well back when shit gets normal.
0: That That's sort of my question is how much have you tried? Because if you went to the jazz kitchen, that exists. Like, and and I just think you're like you're more comfortable in Black culture. Like there are Black restaurants here, there are Black enclaves. Like, no, here. I
1: don't like the Black restaurant here. I don't like them. I don't. They're not good. I mean, they're okay. They're okay, but it's like it's. <laughs> it I don't just, think she. I think, I, I, a, I think I they'd think, be the
0: best fucking restaurant. She wouldn't like it because it's Indiana.
1: No, I just think I just think it's more to do in Atlanta. Like, okay, when I was home, that's uh, not
2: a thought. That's an accurate thing. Right? Yeah, there like, is more to do in it, Atlanta. Like, I'm but a, people
1: have
0: to bro- understand it. Indianapolis is now on the come up. Like it is it, on the come up. It in is. the last 10 years. Look, look yeah. what
1: Plainfield have been in the last 13 years I've yeah. been here When I got here, it was corn everywhere. Yeah. It's a CVS where the corn used to be now. That's uh, <laughs> um, true. Um, I just, I Moving mean. Up, CVS. Yeah. I just like, I just like being able to go out and do different shit. My husband don't. And you know. I would like to say, hey, I could, I was like, if I'm in Atlanta, I could call it Mike.
2: Atlanta's an entertainment hub, too, though. Like, yeah. It's got- so I
1: think that's what I miss, too, because I can say, come on, girl, let's go have a drink. It's Monday night. Let's go watch this. I've been in places where they fucking having a, a fucking sing off or an open mic singing on a fucking Tuesday night, and it's wall to wall pack with all types of people. That's what I like. Yeah. I like being around every fucking body. That's what I like. I mean, this is the first all-white neighborhood that I ever lived in, but... I just like people. I I don't give a fuck about I wanna sit down with the geeky ass white dude and have a conversation like I He's do.
0: Like I do
3: over there. Well
0: I, I will and there is definitely something about white culture, especially in the suburbs, where it's very much like there's no front porches, everybody builds back porches. It's I'm gonna come in my front door, I'm gonna shut my front door, I'm not gonna talk to anybody. And I don't wanna be bothered, I don't want you in my face, I just wanna talk to my face like there's a very there's an introverted nature to suburban white people that I don't think is very helpful to suburban white people, which is why so many people like get my neighbors,
1: up. my neighbors around here. And I, I I don't really know them. I mean, other than the Facebook page, that's how you really know your neighbors. But other than the lady next door, that's a person that's the only person I ever really interacted with. Yeah. You know, like they don't just and I don't know it because they everybody know who I am. They feel like they don't need the ball. If I go outside, hey Miss Pat, you know some shit like mm-hmm. that. But I don't have a girlfriend here. I don't have nobody to just come and hang out with. And that's what I miss. Like yeah. if I'm bored in a line, oh Miss Jenna, what you doing? Girl, come by and sit down, have a cup of coffee, drink. I don't have that here. Like you live
2: that doesn't in <laughs> that, that, that doesn't
0: exist where I grew up. People, yeah. don't they they did when I was growing up. Like so, I, the neighborhood I grew up is sort of downtown by where Marsh used to be, and they had a pool. And so everybody in the neighborhood would always go to the pool and the parents would all get together and there was like a strong network of... of Like, that was my friends, my sister's friends. Like, everybody got together hanging out all the time. That doesn't exist now in a town like this. Part of it is just... I don't know what changed, but I'm, people change. I mean, I, I'm a little worried about this quarantine stuff that it's going to drive us even further into not connecting with other people. And
1: yeah, you should know your neighbor. I was yeah. talking to one of the girls working on my one of the projects I'm working on, and she was like, "Pat, I live in this neighborhood and I worked all my life, and now that I'm not working, uh, it's the first time that I realize I've not gotten to know my neighbor." Yeah. And she lives in like a million dollar neighborhood, and I don't care what neighborhood it. You know, the Bible says you should love your neighbor. I would love to know my neighbor. Tables, but they literally throw their hands up. The first yeah.
2: the first house I didn't move into a house until I was in sixth grade. We didn't get our first house till I was in sixth grade. And our next door neighbors were this two old white people, the Dobbs family. I don't know if they're still alive, but they were the nicest fucking people. Like when we first moved into the house, um, you could tell we didn't know shit about owning the house. We didn't know, you know, like they would be like, Hey, you guys need help cutting your grass or Like, you know, they would be the ones to say, hey, now it's time to cut your grass. You know what I mean? Right. We had an apple tree in the house and I was just, fuck, I hated this fucking tree because you could never eat the apples because they was always fucking rotten. So it was like, what's the point of having an apple tree if you can't eat the fucking apples? They just fall from the goddamn tree and they got bees and they smell. So one day we were like, fuck this apple tree. (laughs) (laughs) We fucking picked all the goddamn apples off this goddamn tree and we just out there busting them in the street. Because we didn't fucking know any better. We were ghetto kids. You know, there was no other kids in the neighborhood. It was an older neighborhood. And we, My dad comes home from work, and he sees all these fucking apples. And he's like, you niggas don't get all these goddamn apples.
0: And see, Miss Pat, that's why gentrification happens.
2: <laughs> we ain't know no better. We was born. We have shit to do. We We hated that goddamn tree.
0: One thing that I've learned, just kind of being around your house and your family, is it's way more social, and it's way more communal. And I think – so I was having this conversation with this other libertarian, and they were like, you know, we we need more black libertarians so we can reach out to more black people. I go, you don't understand. What you need to do is go be friends with the black person because when you do that – like, when I start talking about individualism, white people hear, yeah, that's right, because that's how they live their lives. But I think for you, you hear, like, an affront to what you you – you, like, you, you live a very – you live a communal life that – I don't have never really grown up with. And that Mm -hmm. I think has for my generation as we've grown up and we have no community, it really has disconnected us part of the internet. The internet Internet. can help and help and hurt because you can find community in cool places like our, our group, but it also completely takes away your ability to like sit and interact with a group of people. Yeah. It's like your life. And I think the black community, there's a lot that, people can learn from the black community that's one thing like you were talking to me the other day you go black people aren't worried about the economy we've been poor forever we'll be yeah. poor forever like all no, of
1: my there's white no economic
0: friend. no economic stress because we'll just get through it and we'll have fun while we're doing it
1: yeah and i because i was telling him three or four white comedian come oh my god is this in the world we're we gonna do and i was like is and i start, i was like let me call chris and i said it's White people are calling me stressed out. But b- my black friends are down in Atlanta throwing fucking barbecues. And I'm like, <laughs> they don't give a fuck about a recession. What we say is, hey, welcome to being black, motherfucker. This is how we live every day. No. That's how most black America live every day. So we, I think black people have learned to cope where we used to talk we don't give a fuck about the economy. When you start talking about the economy, we we it just don't register with us because mm-hmm. we feel like we live in paycheck to paycheck so the economy ain't never affected us any fucking way. Right. You know, I grew up poor as fuck. My parents never talked about the economy. You hear Garyiana talk about the economy, you hear my husband talk about the economy, but I'm a person that never gave a fuck about the right. economy. So, you know, this shit here, I'm going to get through it. I'm okay. I'm not stressing, but I had three or four white people call me, and they was really like in a panic. What are we going to do? Are we ever going to go back outside? Oh, How are we going (laughs) to eat? What the fuck is wrong with you? In like
0: three weeks, everybody's going to go, I can't take it anymore. Everybody's going to go back, and we're going to get right back to where we were. This is not the
1: end of the fucking world, It's but not one black person. I look on Facebook, and Quisha doing hell, and the fucking kids running around the house, and niggas in Washington Park in Atlanta throwing Bobby Motherfucker acting like that at a club. Everybody black having a good time. But the white people that I know who call me, who's comedian is stressed the fuck out. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. It's called black America, nigga. You going to be
2: all right?
0: I think white white culture is very consumer driven. And it's about accumulating stuff. so so y'all
2: can stun on your neighbors that's your thing yeah you
1: know i was it's funny uh, this is gonna be a great podcast because we have never done a podcast this long but i was telling i was telling my friend the other day i said i live in a, a upper class white neighborhood and i don't like to say white and black but i i it's funny because i was talking about materialistic thing and i said it's funny like when you see and this is just true i think this is this is my opinion when you see White people are materialistic like black people. Black people are flashy with their shit. They're very flashy. Like, if you see a white woman with a Louis Vuitton purse, you don't think twice. You see a black bitch like a black bitch with a Louis Vuitton, you automatically think she got some money or it's fake. You automatically think that shit. That's why black bitches don't get jacked for their pocketbook because you might get a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> But white women carry fake ones too. But as society have trained us, that their shits are real. Their shits like I could be walking through the airport. And I have a Gucci bag that was a gift. And I, you know, I tell y'all all the time, I'm not, I'm not no bougie bitch. I'm going to be honest. I get my, I take shades and I turn them into the eyeglasses all the fucking time because I can't fucking see. And they you the design a U-lit designer shades I get from Nordstrom Rack. And I'm sitting down with my glasses on and my hat on. And the first time, first time I sat down on a plane, motherfucker, like, what do you do? Fuck you mean, what do I do? And then I thought, started telling my friends, I said, when you, when you white, People don't look at you twice right. when you got a Louis Vuitton luggage and a Louis Vuitton. But they automatically.
0: Black guy in the Jaguar must be a football player.
1: Yes. And is it me or am I thinking wrong? No, that's because absolutely we, the reaction. We both, yeah. we, white people are just as flashy as black people. Only different is they won't put on no lime green suit with no hat. Right. Because they look like a unicorn. But. I'm like we're the same flashiness. We we buy big houses, we ride big
2: cars, yeah, and nobody. These thinking. companies stay in business because of white folk. <laughs> that one Gucci bag that a nigga bought ain't keeping a company afloat. I've never. I been don't understand in, why people don't get that.
0: I've never been in a Saks Fifth Avenue except the time that you took me, and it was just a bunch of caramel pulled a back whole bitches. Bunch
2: of,
1: yes, yes. pull back bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he said yeah. pull back bitches. That's funny, but I mean, I just realized I was like. We all like the same shit, but yeah. it's just how people look at you when you're a different race. Because I think with society saying, maybe how did you get it, or you can afford it, or are you rich, or what you do. But when you see a white woman with it, oh, she got a little tongue back. Uh
0: I definitely code her differently. I definitely code that person. That person's in a different tax bracket than me. That per- so I, in my mind, I definitely like that. I see them in a different tax, like a different class. Than Is me.
1: it? White or black or... Both. You,
0: Both. I, I More white. Like, wh- if it's mm-hmm. a white woman, then I definitely go, this person probably is married to a rich doctor.
1: Me or, too. And, but why is it... Why We're we trained like that. We're literally trained like that.
2: I, I've never been a materialistic person. So, most of these brands and shit, I don't know fucking what costs what. I have... And this is for fashion mostly. But, like, I couldn't tell you. So, when I see a Louis bag, I just... It doesn't register to me, like what you're saying. Oh, this bitch got money. I would never think that because I don't, I don't know shit about. So if you see a woman with a big diamond ring, whether you know it's real or not, what do you think? She married somebody that has got some money.
1: Yeah. All of these things
0: are to tell other people that you have, you're superior in some way, right? Like that. And that's all that. That's what, that's why you, like I'm a practical person. I would never, if I were a woman, I would not buy a purse, at the price you, you have
2: bought. $800 shoes and for the life of me, I cannot understand right. why you bought them because you fucking hate them. You, <laughs> they hurt your feet so much. And I'm like, then why did you spend $800 on these shoes that you wear them for literally an hour on stage? You're like, oh, I can't wait to take these fucking shoes off. But you want <laughs> to show like, off to people. You want to
0: say a off. certain... No, no. you want to say... The whole reason people wear fashion is they want to say make a certain statement no, about themselves Because to you other know people. why I don't
1: want to... Let me say this. Nobody knows who those shoes are. No. Only, I've had maybe two, and I hate to say this, two white women that say, I like your Stella McCartney.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they, if you're going to name it, you know how much I pay for them.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had black women say, what the fuck you get them shoes from? And I say, and I, I'm the type of person I would never try to say, I, I can't remember. I said, oh, these are Stella McCartney. Right, And I go on to say... They're eight hundred and fifty dollars, but if you put them in your box and hold them in that box <laughs> at Sex Fifth Avenue when they go on sale, you're gonna get an email, bitch, and that's what I do. And I gotta say this: I only pay eight hundred and fifty dollars one time, and I have three of them. And the other two times I caught them on sale because I taught myself to put them in that box and wait. Right. So I paid what I I, I, I had somebody I paid eight hundred dollars for, and I waste alcohol. But see, on, that's on.
2: that's what I don't understand. Like you spend a lot of money on the shoes, but they're not comfortable.
1: So. They're cute on stage. And I only, you notice I only wear them when I go on stage. And it's the same pair. I only got three pairs. I wear the same pair on stage. So couldn't you
2: equally spend some shoes, money on some shoes that you like that feel good? No cuz feel good is these motherfuckers <laughs> on my
1: feet now. Yeah, oh, Sam, like, you can't
2: find shoes that cost $800 dollars that'll make your feet shoes. feel good. I have
1: a lot of shoes I baby. know. God, I remember
2: I remember when you when you when when Morty's closed down the first time and you gave away a bunch of shoes to some you remember the you uh-huh. had those fucking those boots that you gave to Rachel <laughs>
1: And she wore a heel off that motherfucker dish.
2: <laughs> oh, you should have saw these boots, Chris. They were the most ridiculous. They they look ridiculous on her, but then you put them up. On uh, Rachel. Oh, my God, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they look cute on me. And I only wore them like one or two times. And uh, there was like a. They huh? were laced
2: up the back all the way up to the calf.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, that was really cute. That's why I gave them boots uh-huh. too. Was they green? I don't think they were. Uh, I,
2: I gave her like green. 10, 15 pounds.
1: A lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. Cause yeah. I was like, Oh, I just got all this shit in my closet. I brought from Atlanta and I just started giving shit away. But I mean, I'm, I'm more of a thrifty shop than that. Cause I do like designer shit. And I will say this because I'm not rich. I, I'm not fucking rich. One day I pray. I only buy shit. Like if I did something big, you know, a book or TV show, or if I made a shit ton of money or not even a shit ton of money, cause shit ton of money ain't a lot to some people. Um, uh, but if I make a good amount of number, I say, well, you know what, I'm gonna go out and buy me a purse. Yeah, you know, I've I have a few designer bags. I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm more of a book bag person for my laptop, but. Honestly, one was a gift from my fucking agency that I, with some shoes. And I was like, I can't wear these whole shoes when I take my pilot. And I turn that shit in and bought with, me a purse. I, I, was you with I me? I can't
2: wear these. No, I wasn't. Yeah, no, I they bought me so some was,
1: fucking red bottom shoes because <laughs> it was funny. I had to tell this story. So I go and I take Netflix right? And I want to be really cute for taking Nick fleece. So I was like, I got to get some nice shoes. So my friend was like, bitch, go buy some red bottom. I'm like, what the fuck is red bottom? So I look at these shoes. These I bought a pastella McCartney for 8.95. 95 and I said Well I'm gonna put some tape At the bottom I'm gonna take these bitches back And so I bought some red bottom And then I said She was like You know Get on niggas Get on folks pole <laughs> po- folks So she's like Bitch just put a bunch of tape And some sponge at the bottom So when you <laughs> walk on it You won't damage the bottom But I fucked around And walked on rocks And damaged the bottom And sacks wouldn't take them back So now I'm stuck With a sounder That was $800 And so my my When I took them off My agency were like Why you got that tape On the bottom of your shoe? I'm like, I can't afford these shoes up taking these shoes back And they was like They all wipe you They're like what? I was like I can't afford these goddamn shoes And I was getting paid A decent amount For taping the Netflix thing And so they was like What the fuck And I guess they dealt with No I'm, I'm fucking poor I ain't got no money My money count I got these fucking kids To put through college So When I take my pilot They coming out With a fucking path. $1,300 red bottle. Badass boots that Quisha helped them pick down. I was like, oh, these bitches are bad. <laughs> but who gonna put they butt I said, nigga, I can't wear these whole slippers. So, <laughs> motherfucking four-inch heel, that shit'll make your pussy pop. You can tell
2: Quisha picked them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, some shit you be yeah. butt nigga and so, just bent up another little nigga hit you from the back. That was some pool. shit Quisha was like, she ain't gonna like these, but I'm gonna get them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Quisha set your ass up. <laughs> look, look, honey, I bought, a sl- I bought you a for oh, they were so
1: bad, y'all. They had to buckle. They were some badass shoes. So uh, I was like, "Queisha, why would you pick these shoes off me? She said, "Bitch, I told me you like." I said, "Bitch, I can't wear these motherfucking shoes. I'm fucking two hundred some pounds. I can't put all this fat up in the air, bitch. You trying to make my pussy cricket. So- you make my pussy cricket. <laughs> so I couldn't." So, what I did was. Make a moon cricket. Oh, jeez. And a moon cricket, too, nigga. Be done locked up on your dick. So, what I did was, honestly.
0: Always good to get in on old timey Southern
1: (laughs) Y'all so fucking silly. I literally tucked them bitches back and bought me a Gucci purse. Because I was like, I'm not wearing these old slippers. But it was so funny because when my daughter took the shoes on, they was like, why is your shoes taped up like a nigga done did a drive by on the bottom of your shoes? I'm like, I'm taking these motherfuckers back. But those rock poke holes at the bottom of the red bottom, and I—I I mean, I probably would never wear those shoes a fucking again. And I was gonna sell them because I literally wore one time right. for Netflix. But I See, I
2: think that's the thing I hate most about being celebrity is you can only wear an outfit one fucking Nigga, time. Nigga, fuck that! I put on jeans <laughs> and the same shirt for every niggas show. Niggas take pictures and you can't wear that shit. I'm like, one fuck, you just spent thirteen hundred dollars on that shirt one time. Fuck that.
1: Not me. I'm I'm gonna wear my shit.
2: And you know, I I I give my hats off
1: to people like some more, That's the sharpest bitch in the game. Ain't no bitch touching the comedian some more. That not only is she funny, the bitch is sharp than a motherfucker. I be looking at her Instagram like, God damn, I wish I can dress like that. <laughs> but that takes a lot of work and a lot of money, and I'm quite sure she got both her I'm time and
2: money. One special she had on like this glittery. Purple and her titties were hanging. I was just like, God ah, damn, Samoa more!" Loose. She is funny. <laughs> and then every week she put up a
1: custom gown that she about to drag out mm-hmm. on stage, I was like, this a bad bitch. Samoa is the best dressed bitch in the game. Ain't nobody touching comedians some more. And my heads go off to but I I can't get out. Like, and this lady, I'm I'm about I'm 47, so I'm no I'm quite sure she at least 50, and she's still wearing heels. The bitch have on the baddest month. The bitch be posting shoes, and I always go Google the shoe that she posts, and I be like, uh, some more I can't pay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't afford those no three thousand dollar shoes. How many shoes more.
2: you got sitting in your cart right now, <laughs> waiting <laughs> for the price to go down?
1: I got about four. <laughs> 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 Y'all laugh, but that shit really works. That shit, and right now, since the coronavirus done fucked up the economy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what See, i walked into the-, <laughs> Since the coronavirus i'm fucked up to everything man this shit is on sale like a motherfucker it's on sale
0: yeah online sales are like oh people people yeah they're like please buy anything here 50 yeah. percent off
1: yeah and we we don't we don't win uh, an hour and 40 minutes y'all we, gonna we, fuck.
0: we have to mention the oxtail
2: oh what about that you oxtail? gotta
0: you gotta go watch the video in the pat down so we'll we'll pin it I'm, in the nuts. I'm, I'm
2: already marked it. it's, All right. it's marked.
0: But so. I tried oxtail. Miss Pat made me soul food. Garyana made me soul food, and it was very good. So go watch my reaction to it. You'll really like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could tell Chris wish he had, had some melanin in his skin. Is it Melanie?
0: Melanie. Melanie? Yeah. 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 He wish I had, had some Melanie in my skin. Uh,
1: Melanie, melanoma. He wish he had some of that shit in his skin. today.
0: melanoma. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you got melanoma? Just ginger skin. Just oh, wait. Melanin. Melanie. He wish he had some melanies. <laughs> I put on more hot sauce than either of you two.
1: I don't do hot sauce. I can't not? do a lot because Because um, I, I want to taste
2: my food I want to taste burn
1: But it's Frank's, it's not that hot It doesn't matter Was it pretty
2: good? Yeah, it was really good It was really good Thank
1: you, yeah. thank you I, I, We stayed up all morning cooking I was like, I really want to give Chris some soul food It was And we're going to have to start doing like a different dish yeah. Carriana made the best fucking Have you had her lamb? uh huh Oh mm, my God Have you had good. her lamb? Yeah, last time we Oh, here. her lamb is so fucking good Carriana can cook her ass So where the fuck she didn't come up here? She's taking care of the kids is what she's talking she, yeah, she's always taking care of the kids. We're gonna get her in here for the next episode. But
2: Fifty we, episodes is a lot.
1: I it's know. A lot. I know when we first started this shit, it was so crazy because hey, like I said, it was me and Chris and we brought Dion in and I just I didn't really
2: I, I, You hated it at first. I
0: did. You called you called both of us at different times. We've compared notes now, like <laughs> This is a lot of work. <laughs> Fuck
1: this! Like,
0: I, I'm gonna quit this. I'll do this if you do want to do it, but I'm gonna quit if we don't want. Do
1: I it. think I would have quit it because when people, I, when people first like, Cause the you podcast you don't listen
2: to
0: it. That's yeah. why.
1: Yeah, I do not listen to the podcast. I don't.
0: Th- I don't think you got how much it meant to people until we started the group, and then you started to get in there and see what it means to people, and then I think your attitude kind of changed around episode 25 or 30. And you're like, okay, this work is worth it because it means a lot to these people. And I think you started to see how mu- how many people are coming out to shows mentioning it. Yeah. That, that's when your attitude changed is that when it started to be mentioned to you in the shows. Somewhere around episode 30 or 40, everybody started going, well, hey, look, love the show.
1: Yeah, we started to pick probably the early 20s. It started to pick up and people started to come out. It was
2: after you went on Joe Rogan that the numbers really, really oh, spiked.
1: Forget it, Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I, I, tr- we truly appreciate the fan base. You guys are great. I truly want to say thank you, guys, for giving the, uh, this nigga all those donations because he really fucking needed it. Dion, Dion, all those <laughs> donations. Thank y'all so much for looking out for him yeah, during I, the coronavirus. I, I,
2: I. Second, third, fourth and fifth that I if hit. if people want to do that, how can they do that, D? Uh you can cash at
1: me. Uh you can Well you don't get no more money, nigga. That's what I mean. <laughs> the poor the boy dad. needs it. No, we he done had enough, but we appreciate y'all so fucking much. You know, just for the fan who even took out the time to say thank you. I mean And say- I am
2: sending everybody who sent me money something. So
1: Yeah, cool. so he Once
2: once we get back to business. He- I'll get your information and you'll, you'll get something back from me. It was,
1: we, I mean, we, I thank you from the bottom of your heart because I feel, you know what I feel like with the, with the group. I don't go in there a lot. And I have, I've been in there lately because I've been home, but it's almost like a community family. Yeah. You know, one minute we fight, I'm leaving. God damn it. And the next minute, I, I see you motherfuckers when you leave and come back. I want you to know that. Yeah, um, man. um, And I just, I like the different opinion. I, I, I mean, I I put stuff out there We put stuff out there So especially me So it can be conversation I want to talk about Uncomfortable stuff I want us to You know Get to know each other I want I mean I don't want us to hate us Because we think different Or we believe different There's nothing wrong With being friends With people Who don't agree with you I have a lot of mother I don't agree with Chris With this libertarian shit But that's Chris This is America You get to do What the fuck you want to do Personally, I think Libertarian is a bunch of white boys that can't get laid, but I might be wrong.
2: (laughs) You might be. You might be. You might be right. Slang that, <laughs> slang that, did Chris? Let her know. <laughs> so put the live in liberty, Chris. Yes. <laughs>
0: you gotta, you don't gotta talk about it to know.
1: <laughs> I know I'm wrong. Somebody giving Chris some pussy. You can, but,
0: you can go in the pat down group right now, and I'm stealing Miss Pat's paper towels, and I'm selling them for seventy eight dollars or best offer. <laughs> <laughs> so get in there and
1: make a bid. I mean, but it's. I feel like it's a family day. I feel like people really do. Enjoy. Y'all cracks me the fuck up. They post some of the
2: wildest shit. They, you, I think you commented the other day, these memes are killing me. And it then was. there was literally a yeah. bunch of fucking memes. I don't know where people make these, find these. There was some of the funniest shit. I, I always screenshot them. The ones that really crack me up, I always send them to you.
0: I, people, People always send me stuff. I always share memes on my Instagram stories, and so now people are starting to send them to me. And it's just like, this audience has a great sense of humor, and they get like the the quarantine memes in the group are the best that they've been like you have to go join the group there's a link in the description but make sure that you get in there and and share memes
1: it's it's the pat down podcast group so make sure you join that and i mean we we it's 50 episodes and i didn't think we would make it here but i mean i, let, I never had a doubt well they don't ever and i hey, what's what's so weird about me is the way i was raised it's almost like a war. Tortured?
2: <laughs> you didn't call it raised. You were tortured. Raised means nurtured.
1: Yeah, you were formed into <laughs> a functioning member up, of society. The way I came up, it, I, it, for some reason- You were a seed
2: planted in shit, is what you <laughs> were.
1: God damn, you it's, it's It's like, you know, when, you, when you're when you being abused as a child, Is no matter how far you come in life, it's something that's always telling you you can't do it. Yeah. And I can always hear my voice, my mother's voice. Uh, uh, somebody, uh, my first kid's father, telling me what I can't do, and it's uh, it's like I'm always working against them to prove them wrong. Right, right. So, and I, and DM was like, "Why you always down yourself?" I said, "Because." It's a little person in my head to tell me yeah, I can't. I hate that.
0: Like shit. at a certain point, you have to look at your proven track record of winning and yeah, I go, like, you, "I she, am a, fa- I am good at this." It, no
2: matter what show she's about to, like every time something big comes, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't, I'm like Pat, what the fuck are you talking about? I I'm wanted like, to
0: kill you in San Francisco because you were so nervous and you were just yeah, acting like, out, and I was just like we know how to do this. It's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Like you, we're going to be
2: funny. Uh, the world will beat you down enough. You don't got to doubt. Yeah. What well, I I get that it might keep you humble in some weird way, but like and because I've watched you for 14 years now, I, I remember the very first time I heard you, speak, you went on stage right before me at an open mic that had like 15 people in the crowd and like eight of them were comics and you got to stand in an ovation. And from the, Literally from the first time I saw you, I was like, I, I just knew. I was like, this woman is, f- like, take away everything else. You are at your core a funny person. Like, funny just come. Sometimes you don't even know you're being funny. Sometimes you're not trying to be funny. But, like. And you, you get bits that come out of nowhere. And yeah. you're like, God. And I, tell, and I tell you all the time, I go, it's not fucking fair. It's not fair. Just funny just comes out of you. And I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything, but I'm just saying. I, like, I don't have You one. don't. <laughs> Ashley will get you no, one for a good deal. Ashley said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashley said, you said you you're transitioning. Manly as hell. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like I, I don't know what it is that just funny is always around you. And uh, I'm just, I'm grateful to get to watch it because I love seeing you doubt yourself and then going out and smashing. Yeah. Because you always prove me right when I tell you, Pat, you you tripping. And I think, I don't know, I don't know if it's for humble. Probably
1: is because I always, I always try to make sure I always try to make people feel like we all on the same level. You know, when you're my friend, you're my friend. I want to work hard to bring you up and we all come up together. That's just how I am. You know, I go all out the way for when, you know, I don't deal with too many comics. It's him and my friend Cortland. But I always try to make sure that that they rise when I rise. And, I, you know, I was talking a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know, you have to look beyond me. If I grow up to be if I blow up to be a star one day, don't ever depend on me to make you. I want to see you stand alone. So one of your goals was would to be get the fuck away from Miss Pat. You know, you always gonna love me, but you want to stand on your own. Right. Because when I opened for Cat Williams and D Ray and S.J., and I saw the money that they made and I was like, dude, I'm I'm just as good. I wanna I wanna be I wanna be them. I wanna be standing on my own like them. I never forget the day I opened for Cat Williams who's in who's in um was it Kentucky?
2: She said, I'll never forget. And then she forgot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, the, well, the first time I ever opened for him. I can't remember where it was. We, I walk out there and I, you know, I've seen Cat Williams. Everybody know he was famous as fuck. He was at the height of his peak. It was like his, maybe his fourth tour. It was the Cat DVD he released that he was working on when I was opening for him. And so I wasn't like a big Cat Williams fan. I didn't follow him like that, but I was honored to be opening for him. And the money was fucking great. Anyway, I walked out there, and it was literally like 25,000, 30,000 people. Wow. And I had no idea that Cat was a crossover like that, like mainstream. Yeah. And the whole I watched Cat Williams all the flow time. Yeah. was white. Yeah. And as it went up, you could tell where the niggas bought the tickets <laughs> laid at. And I was like, holy shit. This guy's a crossover. I had no fucking idea. That was the very first show I did for him. And I remember that energy that I felt that night walking out on that big ass stage with all this shit in the back. And I remember doing a really good job that night. And I said, this is what I want. Yeah. So I always dream of having like a, th- a big ass theater show and walking away, you know, as you know. Walking that feeling. I know it's almost like crack and uh, when you first get high. The they high. say that high. I want that high again. And I know the only way I'm gonna get it is once I accumulate that audience that I was in in front of that night.
0: Yeah, you have what most successful people that I've seen have, which is that dedication to your craft, you will work as hard as possible to become really good at your craft. And you have that little bitty thing that says, I'm never going to be good enough and nothing is ever enough for me. And I'm going to pro- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove to myself that I can get over that next little thing. Like, you know, I, I see it in the people that I work with. Like they, you know, they're in the Radio Hall of Fame. It's not enough. We need to, how do we optimize this? How do we get this thing better? How do we do that thing better? Well, if better?
1: you get satisfied, you don't exactly. have anything to work towards. Yeah. And that's what my husband's like, you're never fucking satisfied. So I said, well, if I get satisfied, well, what am I going to do? I don't right. have nothing else to do. You don't have anything else to work or to So you, I think mentally, I've trained myself to, it's always something to be done. Like when I saw crack and I had this thing, I said, the early bird catches the worm while everybody else is out here partying that night. <laughs> While everybody else was out partying that night, I wasn't a big party person. I would literally leave the club, go home, cut my crack up, and then go out there and sell my dough <laughs> The
2: early well, bird catches the crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, but I was the I first don't motherfucker. That nursery.
3: Story. Yeah,
1: but I was I was the first motherfucker to the trap, and I was the last motherfucker to leave. You
0: never read Aesop's Fumbles when
1: you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. But I mean, honestly, that's I've always worked like that. Like I'm a headliner. And I've been doing headlining for about four, about five, six years now. And I go to clubs and they be like, Miss Pat, you here an hour early. And I'm like, yeah, they like the headliner never show up an hour early. I said, well, I do. Yeah. Because I always think in my mind, somebody might want to shoot up a stove, want to jump off a bridge, fuck up traffic. If I leave at the time that people think I should be there, 10 minutes before or 30 minutes before, well, I'm stuck in traffic and I can't do my show. Yeah. But if I left an hour early, and that nigga jump off that bridge, I'm able to do my show. Yeah. That's just how I think. It's
0: prof- it's tra- <laughs> prof- yeah, professionalism is huge.
2: Yes, he wouldn't have jumped off the bridge if the crackhead had been selling. That's right. <laughs> Fuck you!
1: But that's just I how didn't I even am. <laughs> Fuck you down! But that's just how I am. I mean, She's, people. <laughs> she
2: said, "Everybody else at the club. I'm at home cooking up dope. <laughs> I will oh, oh. She said cook.
0: it in such a way as to show what a noble life she was living.
2: She <laughs> I'm was, a go getter. I'm gonna get these crackheads. She was
0: superior to those other <laughs> drug dealers. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, you out here partying, uh, mall shopping, nigga. I was selling dope. I was out there selling my crack. I had time for that bullshit. I mean, the, 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 that little fashionable shit didn't, didn't, I had kids to feed too. Yeah. I, I don't, the motherfucker, I was the only woman out there and I had kids to feed. Right. I had rent to pay. I'm 16 years old, nigga. My rent a thousand dollars. I had two motherfucking children. And <laughs> a baby daddy with my, probably about 12, 14 children. And he had gonorrhea. Yep, gonorrhea, crabs and other little shit too the nigga gave me. So I had something to live for. Not to going kind of rent a kid.
0: <laughs> when I was 16, I was living for trying to get my license. I
1: mean, it's just unreal. Your when life.
2: I was 16, I was trying to lose my virginity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anybody, please take this. Well, when I was 16, I already had two kids and an abortion. So I was already a mama. Now I, hey, I, I was trying to survive. I had real fucking issues and real shit to be worried about. Nigga, I had bills. When I met Garrett... And I remember, I used to get evicted all the time, right? Because I'd move in a motherfucking place. Like, fuck y'all, I ain't paying y'all niggas no rent, nigga. And so I would get... (laughs) (laughs) Rent rent is theft. What are you talking about?
0: Turn into little Bernie Sanders all of a sudden.
1: How the fuck did they let you move in
0: with that
2: attitude? (laughs) I would make up fake IDs and shit. And uh, so... Wait, did they never ask for a down payment? Uh, Did you have a deposit on any of this stuff? Yeah, like... No, I would leave a deposit.
0: You would, you would,
2: you would, what? so you would make the deposit and then she'd then. forge the deposit check. That's what she'd do. <laughs>
1: well, no, I would just leave the deposit. i was always move in. On, okay, back in the day, Atlanta used to have a lot of movie inspections, right? So, you know, the apartments that didn't ask you for a whole lot of like some uh, things. 99, yeah. Yeah. $99. $99 movie. Oh, nigga, we good for three months. Let's move in right here. Just don't unpack. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you drive a U haul truck? <laughs> nigga said, don't unpack. <laughs> So, I moved. My daddy got me an apartment in seven. No, it wasn't seven courts. He got me an apartment. I can't even think of the name of these apartment off camera Road. At the time, they were considered a pretty good apartment. So, my, my I meet Gary. He comes over. And um, at the time, my other nieces was living with me before my sister kids. And we sitting there. And uh, he's like, oh, you got a nice apartment. And I was like, thank you. And um, he's like, you on Section 8? said, no, you looking for a bitch on Section 8? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no. So, we kind of like started talking and he would come over and keep the kids while I'd drive his car to forge checks and shit. He did not know I was a check forger. And so I would come back and get this nigga polo. He said, like, where you get all this shit from? Nigga, don't ask me no motherfucking question. I'm a, I'm a street bitch. And so uh, while I was gone, somebody knocked on the door and told Garrett I was about to get evicted. <laughs> the people from the rent office right. say, uh, tell him the truck is coming up here and whatever. So I said, well, take me over here and see if my daddy can get me another apartment. Because what it was is, I got to fight with this dude at my apartment complex, right? So I met a dude before I met Gary. And you know, Nick, you know, when you looking for somebody to love, you, you just fall for no bullshit. Well, he fucked around.
3: Shut up! <laughs> shut the hell
1: up!
0: It wouldn't be the Pat Down. Shut without- up! <laughs> it literally sounds like they're murdering each other down there. Bitch, Gary, on him.
1: Y'all shut the fuck up! <laughs>
0: I don't think you can hear it, but it's cause there's compression on the board, but
1: uh, but anyway we um so I met this dude and you know he, he we supposed to be going to the movies so he's like go and sleep in some, something, say, you know, nice, so I take out my pants. Tell him to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> Stop uh, having fun uh, this is not a place where you enjoy
2: yourself. <laughs> so, anyway. She got him so down I, in the basement like Aunt Frank. For a little FEMA Shut camp. Shut the fuck up. So, I take off my pants, FEMA right? region seven and, down I, there.
1: and he said he wanted something to drink. So, right. I left my, my welfare check in my pocket and the nigga stole my welfare check, which was $235 because I only had two kids. So, I go back in there and this nigga done ran out of my
2: welfare check. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he... <laughs> He told you to slip into something sexy so he could go into your pants and steal your check. That's
0: that's a good move, especially with a dumb 14-year-old.
1: I was was like 17 at a time. So he steals my welfare check out of my pocket, y'all. And he runs out of door. Well, I'm a crazy bitch. I runs in after this nigga, jump yeah. in the side wonder like the Dukes of because you know I used to love the Dukes of <laughs> I jumped in that side wonder and that nigga hit me in my cheek. I said nigga you gonna, make, you gonna take more than that and knock me out nigga I'm a hard bitch. I took that nigga key and I broke it off in that initial nigga and yanked that bitch out and turned the car off right so now he can't turn the car back on and he like oh bitch you don't broke my key I'll go I had a bar like a uh, entertainment bar where you put the TV at and shit and I had a, a bottle of Grand Marriot y'all. And they had the big bottle too. And I said, Get my motherfucking welfare check, nigga. I took that grandma, yeah, and I slung that bitch and it, it just stayed in his windshield.
3: Oh.
1: And nigga, everything on that bar from here to see the top shit, I was slinging it at that nigga. I went out there, I was trying to pull that nigga hair. He ain't have no hair. I was hitting <laughs> that nigga like a real motherfucking nigga. This nigga called the police on me because I was <laughs> whooping his motherfucking ass. <laughs> so the police get there. Come to find out the nigga so dope Down the street from me, my house I didn't even know this right I met him over there in Trap I thought he about to take me to the movie Just talking out Told me he a military guy Oh they shout Oh I done met somebody I'm so sick of there. Well, this nigga had a baby mom. I had a wife who worked at the hospital, right? I ain't even know that. I went out there before the police got there, got my butcher night, nigga. I fled all four times. I said, nigga, you ain't going nowhere. You gonna leave your car gonna leave this motherfucker in the
2: amber lambs today, bitch. You went through all that for $235?
1: Yeah, he thought he had some money. So the police come and he knew the nigga, and he knew the nigga wasn't about in there, right? So he said, How much money you asked I had $235, nigga the motherfucker stole my motherfucker welfare check. And so he had some other money, but the police knew he was a pussy ass nigga and gave me my money back right bitch I'm gonna kill you I said nigga you ain't the first nigga that gonna try and you ain't the last nigga that might do it come on with it motherfucker now tell your hoe I flat all her ties I flat all four ties nigga I was so mad I kicked the side mirror this is when I was crazy I kicked both side mirrors off (laughs) I kicked (laughs) I kicked both side mirrors off the car and then the Grand grandma was stuck in the windshield I swear that was a that's a hard bar did you take take a a shot out of it no, I, ain't, I, don't, I didn't even drink at the time. I was just up there for decorate. I slung that motherfucker through that windshield, and the police said, "Bitch, you threw Grand Murray. Yeah, yeah, the house? <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I want my welfare check back, nigga. And so I had a forty-five pistol. Right, there was oh, my baby no. daddy. That didn't have no bullets. And I went Yeah, but out they dad. don't know that. Yeah, but the police wasn't there. I hit that nigga upside the head with that forty-five pistol. He told the police she hit me in the head with a pistol. I said, "I ain't got no gun. I'm a convicted fella. I ain't got no goddamn gun." <laughs> Y'all can't come to my house. I ain't got no gun. That's what I told that motherfucker. I don't got no gun. So did he give you the check back? Yeah, he got my money back. Police man gave my money back. Lost I
0: thought, $800 <laughs> in Grand
1: Marnier, but. <laughs> no, the bottle didn't break. He said, I said, can I have my look back? I got my look and put it back on the bar. It Wait, broke. was it open or was it? It was a brand new bar that had never opened. It was a big ass bottle.
0: Now, and- after something like that, when you walk in the house, how quickly do you start laughing
1: about it? I felt proud, I whooped that nigga ass, I whooped that nigga ass. I said that nigga thought I would cray. Then when I slid through that window, like the Duke's ass on his ass, he wasn't ready for that. He did not, he and you know, that was, this, So, this right here, was probably. I met Garrett in '92, so they were probably by '91. I really
2: want to see an animated version of this story. I just you're I so you had to roll the wonders up. I've never been up.
0: that angry in my Have you ever oh, become geez. that violent with anybody? The like, not
2: geez. over
1: $235. Nigga, what you talking about? This. I waited thirty days for that motherfucker two hundred thirty-five. They were giving a bitch a dollar a day.
0: <laughs> how many days are in Wait, the month? This is Brian Williams' math. <laughs> 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 well, probably ten dollars a day. No.
1: Careful with <laughs> <about> that button. <laughs> oh my god! Whatever the fuck, I waited thirty days for that two hundred thirty-five dollar nigga, and wasn't no pussy. How, no how would
2: he been able to cash the check?
1: It wasn't a check; it was cash. He took it out of my pocket.
2: I thought, oh, okay, yeah.
1: When I slid through that, window so like, you
2: cashed the check and then I
1: already had the money. He okay, didn't know I had okay, the check, okay. and he just decided to go in my
2: pocket and steal my money. He thought I was some. That's why I was bitch. so confused. Like he's not gonna be able to do anything with it. No, why? Are you? Well, I'm just
1: saying he stole my welfare check because I had just cashed. Let me clear it up. Okay. I had just cashed, and nigga stole my welfare I'm so check. <laughs> and when I jumped through that window on that nigga and broke that key off in that mother, and then that's why they put me out. They would put me out. So right after that, I met Garrett. Okay, and so. I met Garrett and uh, they tell him I'm, 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 that I gotta move and shit. So he's like, These people came out and said, You gotta move. But I think I had to move at that time because I wasn't paying no rent. And so uh, I said, Well, take me over there to my daddy so he can get me another apartment. So Garrett was like, He taught me the first time we couldn't find my daddy. So the second time he said, Look, I just get your apartment. I was like, For real, nigga, you gotta get ready. And Garrett opened up his wallet, the first nigga I've seen with a visa card. I was like, What the fuck?
0: <laughs> you know, Garrett's like, Dion, I met the most wonderful girl. She is. So funny, she's such a cat. I
1: wasn't even I fu-
5: I wasn't like, funny. Me, me,
0: meanwhile, one week earlier.
1: <laughs> you never
0: know what bullets you're gonna get. And <laughs>
2: so we, we ended up moving in together. We ended up moving in together. So that apartment that he was getting for you, he, he it was became your apartment? Oh yeah, it was
1: Windjammer. We moved in an apartment called Windjammer and uh, That n- sounds
0: appropriate. <laughs> sounds like the move that he <laughs> put on you when you <laughs> moved into that apartment. He,
1: we moved down the street from where I got evicted from and um And we lived there for like a year, and then I got custody of my sister's kids, and then we moved into the house that I bought in Riverdale. But, yeah, we moved in that apartment together, and he paid all the bills. And I was like, he paid all the bills? So during the day, while he was at work, I was out forging chicks and committing crimes. Until he sat me down. And he was like, look. No
0: wonder he's tired.
1: You, you got to <laughs> stop selling crack. You got to stop selling said, and he, he was like, you can't be out here doing it till these people. Jeez, do you know that a fit? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That's not, I don't give a fuck. He was like, Pat. So he kind of explained to me what happened mm-hmm. when you fucking fuck with other people's money. And I was yeah. like, what? They don't be telling us that in the hood. We fought. I just thought this shit was just floating in the air. No. And so... um.
2: Definitely I, not. I
1: stopped. I stopped all the crime. You were
2: going in people's pockets like that, nigga. We just didn't have Grand and bottles to throw at yeah. you yeah. car. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. But good for you, like, once you realized, like, oh, I'm hurting other people. You're like, I'm not doing that anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just felt, and he would say, he sat me down, he said, think about this. And I didn't even have my sister kid. He said, if you keep doing this shit, what happens if you go to prison? I'm not your kid's father. And that man got the rights to your kids. Mm. And I was like, what? That nigga gonna get my kid? Oh hell no. Nah. not that old child unless a dumb ass, no reading ass nigga. Yeah. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, nah, I gotta stop this shit. I'm gonna to stop this shit. She's
2: getting FaceTime by Nikea.
1: What nigga? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh my god. <laughs> this is the first time seeing Here, here
2: you. let me see the phone and let me
0: turn it on the thing.
1: Hi, Nikea.
2: Hi, Nikea.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: <laughs> Hello? Where you at, nigga? On the way home. You should have came out here, fat boy. I cook ox sales.
5: I'm on the way now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on and get your side teeth filled in.
5: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: Come on, what, fat What you
5: done did to your hair?
1: I am uh, Diana Rose, bitch.
5: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What I look like. I wasn't recognized.
1: Good motherfucker. I see it.
5: You almost look like a real woman.
1: Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Nigga, no side. Why your side mouth look like a garage door opener? Same with the back of your mouth look like
5: the back of the garage opener.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all niggas this is retarded. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Come on, boy.
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. We, we got to wrap this up. This has been wonderful. We love you guys. We truly appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all on the next fucking podcast. Let's keep rocking. Let's get to 100. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.